Alexander Hamilton. My name is Alexander Hamilton. No, There's a stop million it. things I have. You have done. to stop, or you're I'm off get, the show I'm right now. Get you have to stop. Hey there, guys and gals, geeks and gamers. You're tuned in to the Nerd of Godcast, that place on the Venn diagram of life where Christ culture and nerd culture find sweet, sweet two-player co-op. It's not that you singing is a problem because it's you're a lovely singer. A it's that you singing permits him to sing. Okay. Mm. And as you said on the way downstairs, I'm not a good singer. <laughs> he's not a good singer, is he? No, he's just obnoxious. I think he's a pretty good singer. He's like the Russell Crowe of singers. Pretty, pretty yeah, good. I, I like if I baked that. you a cake the Russell and Crow? I'm like, I baked you a cake. And you go, it's a pretty good cake. I'm not going to go home and say... I baked her a cake and she said it was pretty good. Yeah, pretty good is the cake that you don't throw up. I love Steven singing. You're a liar. It fulfills and my soul. The father of lies. <laughs> That's a lie. <laughs> you sit on a throne of lies. Oh, I like Steven singing. How welcome, dare you say Welcome to the Nerd of God cast. Her name is Julia and she's a liar. <laughs> <laughs> my name is Tony T and for the next few minutes we're going to be talking about all things Christ culture and nerd culture. We're going to be having a great time uh, or at least a, you know, okay time. <laughs> uh, on my left is the big man himself, Quentin Gregory Neff. Hello. Over across the table from him is Stevo Supremo. Hello. <laughs> Back from the frozen wastelands of New Jersey, we have the lovely uh, Jacqueline, Captain Jack Wilson. It wasn't frozen, oh, but it was very nice. I, don't want, I thought <laughs> you were going to say her name was Jacqueline Evans. I have no idea why I was like... Why did you say the wrong name for a second? I, I didn't. I know. Oh, good old but Jacqueline Evans, of course. Why Evans wouldn't he say that? For, I don't know why. It's been a long why, day. Why would he say Jacqueline Evans? Over in the, uh, in the booth tonight, we have uh, Nick the Engineer. Hello. I always want you to say, hey, howdy, hey. I don't know why. <laughs> say it right now, please. Don't say it. Hey, save howdy, it. Save hey. it. I need it to be a surprise. I need to save her. And uh, sitting in tonight, really because she said, I just want to see how you do this thing. And uh, sometimes... It's, there's nothing but disappointment behind that opportunity. Yeah. So <laughs> brace yourself. Uh, is the lovely Julia Cameron Colazzo, who <laughs> so is so honored she interrupts her own introduction. <laughs> I wasn't expecting my full name. No, we, we <laughs> usually. Julia, I was like, oh, okay. We, we do full name, social security numbers, uh, oh, home okay. addresses, and okay. a list of your fears, bank accounts. Oh. That's right. Just the just the the vitals. So, uh, how was Basic. New Jersey, Jackie? It was absolutely amazing. Wait, no, not, not I've heard Jersey described in a lot of ways. <laughs> amazing. It's more so the family I was spending time with. Okay, so the, how was the family? Oh, absolutely. And amazing. what what family was that, Jackie? It was the Line family. So, I got to visit Tori. And I, her I feel family. like right here I needed to da, 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 na, 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 play her music. Uh, what'd you guys do? Uh, well, the first day there, we played Pokemon. <laughs> No. As as yes. they do, Pokemon Go. Pokemon No. Um, as as one is wont to do. Yes. And Nick's like to the I'm polls. listening. I'm listening. Um, and it was really really nice outside. It was like October weather down here is what we were experiencing up there. Oh. So, so I was like, oh, this degrees. is no, but it was really nice. Um, uh, we saw Suicide Squad. And it was. It was. Like, it, was uh, it was okay. It was. It was. I, I, I wish the listeners could see my impersonation of Enchantress because. Yeah, that's her. Your good enchantress dance. <laughs> <laughs> right. It looks Not like it looked like, like someone dropped a uh, like, one of those slimy little slug creatures from SETI Alpha Five down I the back of just, your shirt. It, like, it, it reminded serious? me of when uh, Wrath like, of Khan reference. The, the, 
the video filter where it makes everything wavy, and you can do that, and it makes your arms wavy. That's what it made me think. You look like a uh, wiggly, wacky, waving, flailing arm, inflatable tube man. Yeah. What was that? <laughs> wacky, waving, inflatable arm, flailing tube man. Wacky, waving, inflatable arm, flailing tube man. Wacky, waving, inflatable arm, flailing tube man. All right. And I'm Al Harrington. I'm going to do it. Can you not? I can, but I'd rather not. Did you bring back any treats for us? I did not. Oh. Uh, <laughs> you paused, and I was, like, uh, super excited. I'm like, no, you did? No, I was, like, thinking of other things that I did. Like, I got to do some bridesmaid dress shopping for oh, Tori. Because so she's getting to, married. Because she's getting married. And she I'm has an be. impending nuptial arrangement, Nefri. And um, okay. So that was what? Fun. <laughs> <laughs> Why me? In case you just missed it. Case it. <laughs> just catching you up on the story. Thank, thank you. On the Tory story. <laughs> Tory story. But yeah, so I really, I really missed her a lot. And I mean, being around. We all missed her. Uh, yeah. Being around a, a, her and like her family who's very um, connected and grounded in their faith. It was really um, uplifting for me personally Neat. to where it's like. Usually with trips, I'm happy-ish to go home. Like, always a little bit happy to be going home. But when I got my flight check-in the night before, my heart dropped. And I was like, I don't want to leave yet. <laughs> so it was it was, it was, was a really great time. How's Dan? Dan's good. How's Christian? Christian's good. He's a punk, but he's good. <laughs> All right. How's Becky? All right. Becky's awesome. <laughs> how's, how's Dwight? <laughs> Dwight's cool. Okay. I, I didn't get to talk to him a lot. <laughs> but most importantly, <laughs> but he's pretty cool. how's Allie? Allie has enough energy to power the state of New Jersey. I think that's how they do it, Everyone actually. is caught up with the entire line family. Did, now, Tori got a dog, right? Yes! Oh, Suki, she's the cutest thing! I thought she just cussed. <laughs> oh, Suki. Oh, whoa, hey, hold on. Oh, Suki, man. Oh, Suki. When I got to see her, she just, like, crawled up in my lap and just hung out there. Like, she just cuddled what with me. What kind of dog is it? She's, like, a... Pitbull? She's, a, she's a beagle. Oh, beagle. Like, a beagle mix. <gasps> she's the cutest thing. I like thing. beagles. <laughs> apparently, <laughs> apparently like, we have beagle lovers here. Right? I want to... I love beagles, but most importantly, I want to get a big, fat uh, English bulldog and name him Samwise. That's, like, my dream. That had there was no. no we do a beagle. No, but I decided to use. My I love opinion. beagles, but I really love Twinkies. Dog. I want a corgi, and I want to name dog. him. It wasn't that big. Yeah. Suki was the best. Suki the beagle. Suki the beagle. Speaking of Suki the beagle, uh, have you ever seen a Volkswagen? Nah. Steven Segway, right there. <laughs> no, that's not the same. Mine was dog related. It was in the same dog park. Dog. Oh, go home. Stop that. Stop that. Go home. <laughs> that up right now. I'm, I'm laughing at I'm it. I'm laughing at your but face. inside, I'm secretly dying. <laughs> so we, we made a new friend. Uh, someone who has been listening to the Nerd of Godcast and participates with us uh, in our different online things. And also, uh, really, I, I think that I got to know her through some of our uh, Periscope broadcasts. And I don't know if I mentioned this uh, last time that we were all talking, but a friend of ours who was a listener to the show in New, uh, in Arizona, Arizona and she has relocated to to Orlando, Florida and has started attending our church. And I walk into the um, we call it a narthex, but most people would call it a foyer or a foyer or entrance. I walk, I walk into the front part of our church and I see this person and I'm going Oh my goodness! I know who this person is, and I walk over. I'm like Jordan, Jordan, Jordan. And she's like, yeah. It's, and it's like I know this person from the internet, and now they're in the church. So uh, if you are listening out there, Jordan, thank you so much for being with us at Sanctuary Church. Uh, we hope that you have you turned in your guest card and got your complimentary cup from <laughs> guest <laughs> services over the cafe. Orange it's our tumbling. way of saying thanks for being with us today. Uh, so, that's why I, yeah. But uh, yeah, it was really kind of cool. It was like the internet comes to life. It was uh, springs off the page of the face and right into 
real life. So uh, it's been a fun week. Anything new happening for you guys that's worthy of reporting? We had a. We're missing a person. We are uh, missing yeah, a person. Missing I was person. about to draw attention to that. Uh, <laughs> New Jersey giveth and New Jersey taketh away. Uh, as soon as we get Jackie back, of course, Jesse goes to New Jersey and then uh, Massachusetts. So Jess is up there. So we, we again have one half of the twins tonight, but that's okay. One half of the twins is still twice as much as most people can handle. So we are, <laughs> that's the truth. We are doubly blessed You're not every wrong. day. Uh, but yeah, so we we just had some storms come through here. Yes, had a. I mean, we call them hurricanes, but I guess realistically, tropical storms. By the time they got over here, that was a hurricane. Uh, but up in in Nick's neck of the woods, yes, which is hard to say. Nick's Nick's neck. Nick's neck. It's fun to say on the Perry Coast. Uh, and up in Nick's neck of the woods, they they lost power. I guess your family has been without for a little while. Yeah, they've been without power since Thursday night. Yeah. Ooh, Do we have oh power for, yet or no? For no. those keeping score, it is now Sunday night. Uh, yeah. yeah. Um, I thought you were going to say, for those keeping score, Hurricane 1, Perry 0. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, dang. Uh, for those of you in your, in your hearts and minds asking, dude, where's Perry? Uh, it is in North Florida, <laughs> just outside of Tallahassee. It's in the armpit. Yeah. You're That's an a armpit. good representation. The state of Florida is an armpit. Let's just be honest. So, is everybody okay though? Yeah, everybody's okay. Um, half the county is still without power, but they're slowly working their way back to 100. percent Cool. So awesome. I remember when um, hashtag Perry Strong. Yes. Remember like <laughs> 11 years ago when Charlie and Francis came. Was when Charlie came and knocked out the power to my and house Jean. for maybe like two or three days, which wasn't too bad. But when Francis came, I was without power for like two and a half weeks, and it was really? terrible. Yeah, I remember. It was that. summertime. It wasn't summertime, but it was like late September. It was no. Well, well Charlie was in the summertime. Yeah, and Francis, I think Francis was like August was, or September, which is still summertime. Yeah, Charlie was, was the day before my birthday. Stupid oh, hot happy birthday in August. August thirteenth, Friday the thirteenth, two thousand and four. Yeah, the day before, Charlie. the day that there was a hurricane that hit on my I birthday too. Charlie. <laughs> but well, no, it was crazy. But Charlie <laughs> knocked down. I mean, we had trees oh, yeah. down everywhere, and yep. this this area of Orlando was without power for for like two weeks. I remember people. Mm-hmm. We came to church that Sunday, and we didn't have any power in the church, so we had to go into our basketball gym because it was the only large enough area that we could seat people, and it had natural lighting. And we played an unplugged service. Old Mike Peterson pulled out an acoustic guitar, and we had we had nice. church. And uh, it was so it was neat, but it was it was eerie. It was very haunting, and people um, were lined up at the gas or the the fire station because the fire department the fire department was giving out ice for people because people couldn't have yeah, ice. Yeah, everybody up there is in the same situation. They're buying pounds and pounds of ice just to keep their stuff cool. Yeah, it's so. weird. It's weird, man. Nature is uh, a beast and uh, not one to be trifled with. Uh, but I like the way you said trifle. <laughs> yeah, I don't trifle. Know. Trifle. <laughs> don't trifle with nature. What? Mm. Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> we were talking about nature earlier. Uh, a conversation came up where Nick mentioned that Michael Dorn of TV Star Trek: The Next Generation was uh, featured in the Santa. Yeah, he was Worf in the Santa Claus Three. Yes, uh, as uh, Sandman. Sandman. Yes. And uh, so, and then I, I I don't remember ever seeing the Santa Claus three. I think I gave up after Santa Claus two, and <laughs> the and I was looking through and I was going, oh, this is a cool cast. And then I saw Aisha Tyler was Mother Nature, and I remember having ah. a, a crush on Aisha Tyler when she briefly hosted Talk Soup, the uh, the the show that Joel McHale, the Soup, used to be called Talk Soup, and she was on there. And I thought, is she the one that became the host of Whose Line Is It Anyway? I don't recall. I think yes. so. Oh, really? Yeah, she's all right. That it's the new. It's <laughs> she's all right. She's not, I was gonna say she's that. No but Drew, was... She's no Drew. She's no Drew Carey. No one is Drew Carey. But oh, yeah. uh, anyway, 
Not, nobody is Ryan Stiles. Not even Drew Carey is Drew Carey yeah. anymore. Yeah. That's true. Those glasses are you? fake, sir. What happened to you, Drew? Yeah. You changed, man. He t- he's slowly, slowly turning into Bob Barker. <laughs> so he spayed and neutered his animals. Speaking of animals, Stephen, didn't you want to have a bulldog and name it Samwise? <laughs> I did. That was really on par with what we were talking about. You know, I'm I'm the master of the segue. A plus. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Should be a mall cop. So, <laughs> what? what? She's, she's got Jersey on her mind. Oh. Uh, so, what else is uh, going on? Anybody done anything fun, interesting? Uh, I finished reading Blackest Night. I don't know if that counts. I did. Uh, I just returned Forever Evil. Neff is uh, slowly distributing these uh, DC trade paperbacks. Well, I gave Neff several books. Trying too. to bring people over to the dark side. Uh, you, I also have to read Justice. As you're handing that to me, I still have your oh. Justice. Yeah, it was really good. I was surprised at how much I enjoyed it. I, I don't usually like weird alternate universe stories, and that's the one that's the uh, w- the bad Justice League. What are they called? Oh, the cri- no, the crime syndicate. The crime syndicate. So, kind of a cool, bizarro world, but uh, an interesting the the new 52's <laughs> version of it. So, I, I enjoyed it. Jeff Johns, good job. I really enjoyed mm-hmm. Blackest Night. It was. I'm not a big Green Lantern fan, and at least for me, Green Lantern was one of my least favorite parts of the book to- until towards the end of it. But I, I really, I realized while reading Blackest Night that other than Batman, probably Flash is my favorite Justice League character. Well, you know, speaking of Flash. Uh, we we we're we're moving. I'm moving. I just bought a house, by the way. Yay! Congratulations. Uh, Yay. No, it's not. Hey, listen, uh, yeah, you congratulate Home me right now. What? I ain't feeling it yet. <laughs> it's like I, this is the labor process. I don't. It's like I don't have a baby. It's like I'm having a baby. It's a weird. Mm. It, it's it's work. I feel like and women it's, you're having a house. With you. Very expensive. Listen, <laughs> the, the, the women ain't writing the same checks that I'm. I've been writing this week. It's like here's all the money I have. Um, but we 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 were watching. We got home tonight. We were having a little little rest. Um, I bought a couple racks of ribs because ribs are from Win Dixie because Win Dixie was having some Labor Day sale where yeah. they were grilling out ribs mm-hmm. and it was a full rack of ribs for ten dollars and it was oh, a wow. big old okay, rack I of ribs. Even, I can't even get mad at it. Yeah, that's a good deal. Full rack of ribs, ten dollars. So Nick and I were, were killing some ribs and, and my wife and we were watching. We were, we're, Wait, did I, they cook them there? Yeah, they were cooked. Oh, yeah, they were oh cooked. wow, that's even better. Yeah, you great. made a good choice. <laughs> I'm just saying, it was like cooked <laughs> off the grill. Here's your ribs, and it wow. came with a free thing of baked beans. So oh, Bush's baked beans? No, Win Dixie baked beans, but I don't care. They're still good. You know the mascot for Bush's baked beans is a dog. A dog? Yes. Oh is it, is it, is it <laughs> an English bulldog no, named a, Samwise? It's a, labra- it's a Labrador. See, but I thought it was an English bulldog named no, Samwise. It's, it's not. I always wanted to have a Labrador named it Elrond Hubbard. So yeah. I got these. So we, we go home. We're sitting down. I mean, we've been working all day. Nick's been over helping me do electric work at the house and stuff like that. So we're, we're sitting down in the old house. We're watching a little Netflix. And I, I asked my wife, have you seen Daredevil? Because I'm yes. like, I'm, I'm ready to rewatch Daredevil a little mm-hmm. bit. And she said, uh, yeah, no, eh, I don't really like Daredevil. It's too dark for me. And mm. I was had a question. Which Daredevil are we talking about? The show or the movie? The show. Okay, I thought so. Now that the show the has come out. And, and put a movie's not on. But Netflix. now that the show is out, we don't ever look back. We <laughs> oh, never, yeah. we never look oh, back. Wait, what? The movie was a temporary holding. Place. I thought maybe you it watched it sketch. with your wife. No, so I wasn't sure. No, um, may I? I was curious. My story. I was curious. You, maybe, Forgive me for hold questions till the end. Okay. So raise your hand. I did. <laughs> wait, I'm sorry. Wait, okay. On. This. <laughs> this is what Steven does. See, he mentioned the Flash, <laughs> yes. so I seg- I'm segueing to a story about the Flash. Uh-huh. But by interjecting himself into the story, mm. he now takes me so far away from my good segue that it no longer becomes a segue. So not only is he terrible at segues, 
He is exacting revenge on everyone else's segues, too. He is the hater. I was asking a question. I can appreciate it, He is a hater of transitions. So Steven was mentioning The Flash. I wanted to watch Daredevil, but my wife said, I enjoy The Flash more than Daredevil because The Flash is uh, is happy. It's positive. It's an it's a positive show. It's Wait, light. So the DC one is happier than the Marvel one? <laughs> she said that Daredevil's too dark, but she did also say that she doesn't like Arrow that much either because Arrow is, Arrow, is too dark. It's almost like the reverse Honestly, of the movie. Honestly, Arrow, like yeah. the TV show is just kind of annoying. <laughs> like, I, I stuck through watching the show, and I like it, but at the same time, a lot of the characters just irritate me because they're so petty I, Yeah, dumb. I don't care much for, like, for Arrow. It's, it's I like stupid. half of Arrow. Yeah. Like the the, the Felicity good Smoke is great. <laughs> Love her. Yes. Everyone else is just kind of petty and childish. Even John like, Barrowman. Really, guys. So as we were um, watching, as yeah. I don't think it's John Barrowman on the Flash. No, the Arrow. No, oh. he, he's is he on he, Arrow. Yeah, he's on. Oh Arrow. my goodness, I can't keep up. Oh, like, hey, I've Doctor only watched Who. the Flash. I've ever watched. That's Arrow. the only reason I know about it. The, this, the point being that my wife likes the Flash because it's a little bit more of a a, a positive and and, uh, and you know a happier show. So we shifted over and we started watching Flash, and I'm frustrated because I don't want to watch Flash. I want to watch Daredevil, but whatever she wants to watch a superhero show. So when your wife wants to watch a superhero show, you watch the superhero show that she wants to watch. Yeah, we're watching the Flash, and uh, about halfway through it, I, I think I just started lofting commentary <laughs> at the show. Like, oh, this is a stupid part right here. Oh, look what he's about to do. Oh, you know what? She's going to do this. She's going to do this. Watch. Oh, there she did it. She's, I've noticed a couple things that just happen over and over again on Flash. When you're watching it, you'll notice them too. People will start a conversation, and then to bring another character into, they'll just, they'll walk into the conversation. They'll walk into the room and finish someone's sentence or answer a statement. That's just, they do it every episode. It's, it's like our show. Yeah. And you just don't <laughs> shut up is what yeah. it is. Hey. But, so we're we're watching we're watching Flash and uh, and and I'm kind of like crossing over between like okay Flash and Arrow and so we stop watching Flash and we decide we're going to watch 1966 Batman. Ooh. Now if you're going to go for <laughs> a lighthearted superhero romp, that is your destination. Holy of sardine, choice. Batman! And, and I was explaining this to Nick as we're watching it. I'm going every episode that was kind of a gimmick that Robin would do. He'd always say like holy something or other. And uh, I was saying how much I enjoyed uh, the performance of the the Riddler, uh, mm-hmm. and I'm like, oh, you got You got to uh, watch Frank this guy. Gorshin. Frank Gorshin is the Riddler is just fantastic. And Nick was asking me, you know, what I thought about Jim Carrey as the Riddler. <laughs> and I know Stephen loves Jim Carrey as the Riddler. Ten year old Steve loves Jim Carrey as the Riddler. I thought Steve. I, thought- I like him. I like him, but I, I it's like eighty percent of it is nostalgia. Yeah, I mean, it was good. He was, he's, you know, he even self-stated over the top. Oh yeah, I mean, I, I mean, if if I have to pick my personal favorite of those four Batman movies, my personal favorite is Batman Forever. Even though I know that the 1989 Batman is a superior of the four. But if I'm watching, and and the correlation was when he was saying Robin saying the holy I said remember Batman forever when he's holy rusted metal Batman and I was like what and he goes the, get it the, the ground holy. it's metal and it's <laughs> full of holes full of holes it's all rusted. <laughs> Like uh, you know, uh, holy, and, and that's why '66 Batman is the greatest superhero TV show ever because it was terrible, but it knew it was terrible, and it just steered right into it. Didn't it. take itself too seriously. It, it wasn't like badly put together, and it wasn't too. It was just totally aware. Of what it, it didn't was jump to be. the shark. The shark jumped it. <laughs> well, no, the shark got sprayed with Batman's anti-shark <laughs> repellent oh and exploded. <laughs> <laughs> so, what do you think is the best superhero TV show? Like the the best, mm. most fully realized, most satisfying. Superhero TV show. Static shock. <gasps> hey! Static shock. Okay, so we're adding animated into this. Yeah, and it can be, as I was going to say, it yeah, can be animated. It can, I, mean, oh, no, I didn't, I didn't really think animated at first. Shock. Yeah, 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 static shock was the bomb. I watched it in the morning. Static shock. Is that a second for static is shock? It's amazing. It is. Thank you, Neff. Static shock is in my top three favorite superheroes. 
because of that show. Well, the show was great. It is a fantastic, and it's a. And it's a it had like members of the Justice League come into it at some point. Static Shock was, um, I think. Like what they're even doing that now in the Marvel universe, but like what they did with Ultimate Spider-Man, mm-hmm. and even kind of what they still carried on in the Civil War Spider-Man, um, that 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 Static Shock kind of beat it to it because it was like here's a kid, he's kind of on his own, and he exists in this world with these other heroes, but it wasn't about the other heroes. And he looks yeah. up to he looks up to them, and yeah. whenever they show up, he's like, "Whoa, yeah, you're little, Batman!" Exactly. And then he fights the Joker in an episode, which is really cool. Yeah. I love Teen Titans too. Oh dang it! That's that another good one. That, that one's even one's better. Like my face. That was even which, better. Which not, Teen not Titans. Go. Not, not go. go. No, 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 no. The original. But the original was one was very anime. Like little kids, though. Yeah, right? I think that's probably why I liked and it because an I love anime. anime. Yeah. <laughs> no, but it had a really good story. One, yeah, like it had a good story. There was good character development. Like it was a kid show, but like it was so. It had it had more like weight to it. There was some dark. Like there were some arcs where like character like. Uh, one example is like Beast Boy and uh, Tara, which is like this girl oh, they fell in love yes. with. And she turned it out. She turned out. To, she turned it out. She turned out to be evil. What and did she so turned it out to be. She turned it out to be the evils. I still shit this. They're the best. <laughs> it's so sad, but it's like such a good story. And then you got the whole thing with the red X and mm. and Robin. Did it mark the spot? All I know is Steven, me. I just I don't want you Robin. to speak to me <laughs> ever again. <laughs> Three words: birds of prey. Three words. Don't talk anymore. Personally, I'd probably have to say Daredevil. The, the Netflix Daredevil. Yes, that's Not a good show. What's best best superhero TV show, Nick? I only watch a few of them, but out of those that I watch, I have to say uh, uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. I'm yes. glad that somebody said that. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think I could have said it with a clean conscience, but I'm glad that somebody said it. I've only watched like a season and two episodes of the second season. It's like even if Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. isn't great, I just love everybody on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Yeah. Clark, you got to love Coulson. Yeah, yeah Clark Gregg is amazing. Melinda May. Clark I even like, and I and I like Sky slash Daisy. I love Fitz and Simmons. Fitz Simmons. Just it's a great show. I mean, it's even if the stories are really just kind of boring and whatever. Uh, I don't know. I like it. <laughs> I like Agents of Shield. It, also, Batman the animated series. Yeah. Well, you can't take all the answers. They, Julia said like seven. No, I, I know, but I'm, I'm just at this, no, at this point. I'm just I'm oh, choosing to sides. antagonize you for everything. If, you if say. I if I can throw even if it's something I agree with. Dang if it, I can man. throw in like my own original one to throw in, I would say I really have been enjoying the Batman. Like I know it's oh, yeah. it's Love I know Batman. it's not the t- the highest tier, but I enjoy the re the reimagined characters, and I'm in the last season, the fifth season, and they're introducing characters from outside of Gotham, which I really am enjoying watching. There was an episode, I, I did not like the Batman at all. And then I came back to it and watched an episode, and man, I, was it the Scarecrow? Where, where I haven't seen the Scarecrow okay, in it, so I'm a, Scarecrow. it's probably Ragdoll. No, it was there was an episode where Batman, um, Batman had to fight against Robin and Batgirl because he thought they were the enemy. Oh, that's Doctor uh, uh, Stephen Strange. Okay. No, Stephen not Stephen Strange. Strange. <laughs> wrong one. I was like, wrong universe. Wait, who am I thinking of? I don't know. Uh, I can't remember. Hugo who. Strange. Hugo Strange. Okay. okay. So he, <laughs> different Doctor Strange. But the whole the whole episode, and the whole arc of the episode was like in one of the characters' minds, and mm-hmm. as they're fighting us, and they think they're fighting against all the other people. Everybody else is sick, but really, it's, but really it's them, them that's sick, and they're seeing people as yeah. And that's I thought, such a good episode. And I was like, this is actually kind of a clever, like smart. That one episode. I didn't see coming. I because was really I, surprised I was, by that. I was ready to write it off as just sort of like a kiddie show, and I even mm-hmm. mentioned a couple episodes when you brought it up the first time that it was about selling toys. Yeah. You know, but uh, no, it was like wow. Okay. This this show has some writers. It's a, so. it's a cool show. I'm it's really still not enjoying my favorite it. Batman show. Well, no, yeah. I mean, there are there are other ones out there like Batman Beyond and Batman the Animated Series. Did you which like are Brave high and Bold? tier? 
I, I, I watched a couple watched episodes. Episode, it, remind, it made me think of. First off, I love that Diedrich Bader is Batman. Right? He cracks me up. But <laughs> it's funny. like it's you think like you want a roundhouse kick to the face while wearing this utility belt. I don't, I don't think, think so. so. <laughs> nah, man. Grab my arm. No, no, man, no. <laughs> From office space. Don't I know. Worry about it. <laughs> I got it by so your face. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Holy case of the Mondays, Batman. <laughs> that show. That show is one that I feel was made for toys because, like, I see a bunch of toys oh, yeah, from that yeah, one. Yeah. Oh, I was gonna say that's like the uh, 1966 Batman a cartoon form to it, me. No, it seems very. It, it was very Bill Finger style. Yeah, oh, so yeah. It was very 19. But it is Batman. cool to see all the other characters that they bring in a lot of like were, little yeah. little characters from outside of, from the DC universe. Yeah. They even have Guy Gardner in an episode. They had, I think, for the Wii version of it, you could play. It was two players so one person was Batman the other person was whoever the side character was and then you could do a third player using the Wiimote and you played as Batmite I or no, you, you played as a, with the DS. You remote played, and you played as Batmite. Is this I, for Lego? For, no, no. It was for Brave and the Bold. Oh, they yeah. had a game? I, mm-hmm. Yeah, they, oh. they did it on the uh, DC All Access game stream, which I watched seven hours of. <laughs> on <laughs> so, Jackie, I don't know if you ever weighed in on what your favorite superhero TV show is. I like, it's difficult because I, I like a lot of them. Um, so it's really difficult for me to choose. And then, of course, once you mention, oh yeah, what's your favorite one? I forget all the ones that I've seen. <laughs> does oh, Miraculous Ladybug count? <laughs> Technically, it does because they are heroes. What is a Miraculous? Miraculous <laughs> Ladybug. Something is, else. It's a kids show, but it's really, really cute. Um, you've got these two teenagers, um, and it's got like this weird like love rectangle thing to where it's like. The, in civilian form, the girl's in love with the guy, but the guy's like, oh, I'm in love with the girl's superhero form, and it's just, it's it's frustrating. But it's really cute, because you have Ladybug and Chat Noir saving Paris. All right. Do you know it's your cute. least favorite superhero? I, 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 know, my, I know my most, my, my favorite, and, and I'm, I dare anyone to define me here, the best superhero show of all time, mm-hmm. Wonder Pets. So oh. let us know. <laughs> <laughs> Wonder Pets. Ning, ning, too. the baby <laughs> This is serious. We have to help them. Serious. That's the best. So my niece loved that show, and she was like, "Let us know what your favorite superhero TV show is." You can reach out to us and connect with us online. You can find us on social media. That's Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and the like at Nerd of Godcast. You can email us at nerdofgodcast at gmail.com or you can visit us online on our blog at www nerdofgodcast.com We'd love to chat with you, connect with you, and exchange whimsical animated gifts with you. Now, what I see (laughs) (laughs) that you don't see is while I'm saying this, (laughs) there is a storm of dabbing happening. A dab-off is happening. It's a -a (laughs) dab-a-thon. A little dab-a-do-ya. It's a yabba-dabba-do time. What has happened was was Neff just randomly just dabbed and then Julia dabbed where the side dabbed and they did like the triple dab and then Neff did like a Well, I I learned it from uh, from Logan Goodman. All right. You bunch of dab addicts. Um, uh, I dab every time I sneeze. So. Uh, <laughs> I dab you. I wonder, wonder, wonder. My little sister, she's about um, eight, I think it was seven when like, the dab first started happening. My older sister was trying to teach her, Jackie, like you go like this, like you dab, like you're sneezing. And she's like, oh, I get it. And she like <laughs> every time she dabs without fail. And it's That's the awesome. cutest thing on the planet. It's adorable. So, can you do the fake sneeze again? <laughs> I'm trying to be my little sister. <laughs> Somebody somewhere is downloading that to use as their ringtone. God bless you. You guys know what time it is. Uh, it's time where we're going to look at what 
what the the people, what the Nerd of God Squad have voted on to be the best thing ever, 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 ever. Every week we put something out on our social media feeds so that people can vote on the thing that they find to be the best thing ever. Round two for this season of Best Thing Ever has been non-superpowered superheroes. Battling it out with one another last round, we put the Daredevil up against the Punisher. And the people come back. This was actually a pretty tight round, but Daredevil did pull ahead. And uh, with a decided victory, Matt Murdock moves on to the next round of competition for Best Thing Ever. Tonight is we're closing out the, our first rung of competition. This closes out our introductory round of Best Thing Ever. as uh, and, and I think this is going to be the, one of the most interesting debates because to me... Sure. Does this child over here? <laughs> I don't know what he's doing. <laughs> I, we're, we're like mime killing each other. That, that, so first we're like off, stabbing and then like creating the blood. One of ourselves. the most <laughs> operative parts of mime is silence. And he sounds like a mongoose has crawled down his shirt. And he's trying to fight it off. Okay, <laughs> Ricky Ticky Tabby, no! I've never heard you laugh like that, and I, I cannot go without it for the rest of my I life. Lo- that I was amazing. Mean, what's great is I'm like remembering when it sounded like. It's like. It's like that's <laughs> <laughs> it's perfect. It's like, but, and he's like, it's like someone put a ferret in his britches, and he's over there trying to fight it off without saying anything. What were you doing? We were okay. What so is I, this move, Julie? Because <laughs> <laughs> he was like stabbing himself in the chest, so I was like going, like, <laughs> like, like, like each hole was like spurting. But you can understand that as I'm talking, and in my <laughs> oh my, looking up. Your little, your little pantomime street battle there. <laughs> it wasn't a mongoose. It was an alien from from Alien. Okay. A chestburster. Hello, Hello, my baby. baby. Hello, Hello, baby. We can't save Hello, the right right time. Yeah. Check, please. We can't save ourselves. Back <laughs> There's no TV way. We apologize. So this is going to be, I think, one of the most interesting and the most debated battles of best thing ever history. Since we started this thing last season, I am more excited about this round than I have been about any round so far because I think this one would be one of the greatest comic book battles ever done. And this is Marvel Comics Elektra versus Mm. DC Comics Batgirl. Ooh, then females. Mm. The Batgirl versus Electra. And uh, this could go <laughs> anyway because you've got Electra is a trained killer. Yeah, Electra is, I mean, she's brutal. She's cutthroat. Savage. But, but Batgirl has been trained by the mm. Batman. She has all the wonderful toys. And so she won't take any of that stuff sitting down. You are a terrible oh human God. being. You, you make me sick to my stomach. I am sickened by you. You need to stop. We're gonna we're gonna give this week's best thing ever a buy, and what we're gonna do instead is we're gonna put a poll out there on whether or not you think Steven should be allowed to be part of the show anymore. No, don't do that. I'm sorry. I just couldn't help myself. You could have. Yeah. No. Dude, no. Paraplegic humor is is great. It's wonderful. Uh, He's edgy. He's edgy, ladies uh, and gentlemen. Uh, I'm like Sam Kinison of my time. All of the shunning is happening now. Oh, I'm sorry. I apologize. I don't like being involved with something that you're involved with right now. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. So this week's best thing ever, and now that we've established the worst thing ever, (laughs) it's it's you. Is uh, as I've been so told. Is uh, through song by your mom. (laughs) Oh. Now that's a joke I can get behind. Sorry. I couldn't help myself. Debbie. 
<laughs> it happened. My mom loves me. <laughs> I'm sure she does, Steve. So sure we've got does. Batgirl versus Electra. So get out there on our Twitter and you can vote for this. It's going live at the time of this episode dropping. Uh, let us know who you think is walking away this week's best thing. Ever, 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 ever. ever. It's not that I don't love you, I'm just disappointed. (laughs) I'm disappointed in myself. And now it's time for Neff News. Gone. What? Wait, wait, wait. wait. She doesn't know. I'm sorry, you don't know. We have a theme song for him already. I'm okay, I just added to it. You're welcome. Did you say dab on it? Yeah, I did. I just want to make sure you I feel like that's appropriate. Okay, well, this is this is happening. Thank you. All right. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Neff News. My name is Neff. Today Hi, Neff. Hi, Neff. Hi, Neff. Hi. Figured, you know, I figured in, I'd interrupt you before Steve. I say, in order for me to have my comic timing, <laughs> 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 today's news is brought to you by Wide Latin Font. The best part is you don't have to be a fat man named Jose to uh, use it. I'm so confused as to what's happening, <laughs> but okay. He's wide and he's Latin. I mean, it's the... Never mind. I got it, Neff. Go ahead. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and here's your news in nerd culture this week. In TV news, a Black Lightning TV show was reportedly in development for the CW. For those of you who don't know who he is, Jefferson Pierce is a retired superhero who puts back on the cape and cow when his daughter joins a gang. His powers include Static Shock's outfit, Static Shock's power, Static Shock's <laughs> outfit, and Static Shock's powers. <laughs> He's just old as Static Shock. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> In video game news, the new Nintendo NX has been rumored to be bringing back the video game cartridge. What? Chip-based cartridges have become an appealing option as of late with new developments by Samsung and Toshiba. And I hope you rested your cheek muscles because blowing dust out of the cartridges is the way of the future. It's back. Here we go. Ready? Let's, let's make the Nintendo work. One, two, three. <laughs> good. That was very good. You took me there, man. <laughs> All right. Wait, that really? Is that a real story, man? That's legit. I mean, but haven't DS yeah. has been using cartridges for years? Well, they use it's more like a it's, card. It's yeah. like a chip, like okay. a like a so like yeah, an SD like card. Almost. I wasn't sure. But no, yeah, now it's like a chip. Like when I think of a cartridge, different. I think of like the opening in the bottom yeah. side. Yeah, no, 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 no. I I totally understand. That's interesting. Like the, the, I, I, the trick is getting it like to where you're not spitting into the cartridge, so you like you have to be able to like. like <laughs> but the only thing is, a cartridge is so much more. <laughs> I'm, I'm ready to play my game now. <laughs> oh my gosh, Jackie's no, the noise that Jackie was like, <laughs> like it was the funniest. Steven's like, I can't play Mario Brothers unless I lick the cartridge. Y'all love the game. I love the taste of dust in gaming. <laughs> Tastes like metal. <laughs> <laughs> she start crying. <laughs> <laughs> she's tired. She's laughing. My mouth only gets go all dry every time end. I want to play Duck Hunt. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. We've gone. We've gone to delusional, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Cross the line. <laughs> all right. In other news. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, Neff. No, I forgive you, but <laughs> I don't know what to do. <laughs> Do I keep going? Do I, oh, yeah, do I no, pause for the... the no, this is funny right here, man. Go for it. <laughs> Maybe if, if she keeps laughing, it'll go into my next <laughs> joke, right. and I'll get like... She's helping you out. She's setting momentum. It's a momentum laugh. Let's go, let's go. In other news, um, I'm sorry, Tony, mm-hmm. but I have to bring this news. The first official Star Wars Rogue One hot toy uh, has been revealed. Uh, <laughs> the specialist Death Trooper, a it. black stormtrooper, 
is the newest hot toy coming in September or coming at the end of this month, September. But why? It comes with grenades. You can have. <laughs> she, she doesn't know. Uh, that's why she gets a pass. Yeah. Am I being stupid? She, no, you're just way cuter than Steven when he interrupts. Mm. <laughs> cool. It comes. <laughs> it comes with grenades. You can have him throw or hold on his belt a pistol and a rifle that can hang from his shoulder. And the lights on the on the helmet light up green, along with the standard hand options. And all of this can be used for a cool $235. Looks like this stormtrooper is aiming for your wallet, but will it miss this time? <laughs> and this has been Neff News. Have a nerdy today and a blessed tomorrow. Thank you so much, Neff. Is anybody else like super excited about Rogue One, or are you like I'm having a hard time getting way into? I'm really excited for Rogue One. I'm excited that it exists. I'm so excited. I I like the idea of the the Star Wars kind of one-off movies. I like the trailers just because I think the trailers are well done, but it doesn't really make me like, holy crap, I have to see this movie like I did for Episode Seven. Yeah. Oh no, Episode Seven had me at hello. Can I say something about Star Wars? Yeah. Go ahead. Okay. I wish you would. So when I was in middle school, I think like eighth grade, I decided I've never seen the Star Wars movies. I'm going to sit down and watch them. But me being the brilliant person I am was like, oh, I'm going to watch them in order of episode because that will make sense to me more. No. 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 So I can no. follow the story. No, 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 I watched it, and because I didn't really know anything about Star Wars, and I'm, you're going to see how little I know because I say, like, the guy, even though, like, I'm sure he has a name, it's a big thing. The guy, I didn't know he turned into Darth Vader at all. Anakin Skywalker? I, had, I literally had no clue. And when it happened, I started bawling uncontrollably because I was like, he had such a great life. He has a family. Like, oh, I was so sad for him. And my brother walks in. He's like, what are you crying about? And I was like, <laughs> Maybe it's better that way. <laughs> and my brother was like, are you stupid? How did you not know that? And I couldn't stop crying. Well, it was the, like, But that's good. I, I didn't get to have that emotional <laughs> response to episode so sad because to I knew. So, like. Maybe oh. maybe you're the person that those movies were made for. You may have just changed my opinion of the Star Wars prequels. They like they may have made, been made for you. They broke my heart. And you know what happened? I stopped watching because I was so sad. You didn't watch anything after that. <laughs> I didn't watch okay, anything you, after you haven't. Like, well, right. now I you know, lost. I don't remember. Maybe I have. Maybe I have. All right, we're you done. gotta sit me down, Steve. We're we're, we're done here. The episode three is still my favorite. Uh, so I brought <laughs> some, I brought some stuff in to share with you guys. Oh, okay, don't open don't open this oh, yet. Can I hold this? Don't open this yet. I don't I don't want what's in it is not as important. That's what's on the outside. That's what's on the outside, I guess. So why, why is mine so huge? I'm it's so thick. <laughs> passing this around. Shit. Ooh, they're buying a thick. Here you go. Can you pass this to uh, Nick All right. So I brought this in just to kind of share for a little bit tonight. So go ahead, if you don't mind, and, and bust this open. Take Pokemon a look at what I have oh! for you. Hey! What is it? Oh! 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 This is better than Pokemon trading oh! cards. Quentin. Pretty picture. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so for someone who just Quentin. thinks these Quentin. guys oh, just caught the Holy Ghost here, um, Quentin, Quentin, <laughs> look at these together. Shall okay, Stephen, oh be God. gentle with those. They're older than you are. Um, we are, we are. I just brought in a bunch of. It's binders. long-haired Superman. <laughs> I got the, I got the Green Lantern book. These a bunch of binders. Did you get the wrong book? My old, old, older DC collection oh of comic gosh, books. Oh my gosh! Look at these Superman yes, books. Yes, Julia. Can I just say that this one with Superman looks like David Hasselhoff a little bit? <laughs> Is that the he, long-haired in one? In the 90s, <laughs> Superman <laughs> looked like David. Look Hasselhoff. at him now. Look at him. He's, he's so, so majestic. Oh, it's so it was real. part of DC's campaign to make Germans love Superman. Kick some <laughs> liquid metal butt. I didn't know what this was at first. I opened up and just saw a. 
ad for Interview with a Vampire, and I'm like, oh, this is a movie thing. Why? The champion of space. Guy Gardner Warrior. <gasps> what? <laughs> Look at this picture of, uh, this is from Reign of the Supermen, when Superman died. Look at this picture of Superboy. Like, is this not the most 1990s? Straight, straight thugging. Yeah, smoking dope. a cigarette. Ooh. It is. Uh, I'm mad at that. He is not smoking a cigarette, but he could shoot, I think, energy beams out of his finger. I like this Bizarro's World thing where finger. the title is backwards. He looks yep. cool. Just one. He looks like one of the new kids on the block. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He looks like he looks like what? Donnie Wahlberg. He looks like he's too cool for us. I like. Steven, I'm sorry. I'm All these cool comic books have a T2 video game. They're so, gonna yeah, kick some liquid metal. Take, take a second and look at the ads on the back covers. And NBA like, Jam. I want to see like because sometimes that's pretty telling. It's like a, a stamp in time. This that's one has the uh, Mortal Monday, September 13th, wow. when Mortal Kombat would be released oh, for home consoles. I have Double Dragon Three, the arcade game. This is uh. On the these are 93, 1993. The crash, 1990. The crash test dummies Nintendo game. What, dude? I remember the crash Some test dummies. We had the TV weird, show. Oh, ad, an ad yes. for Weird Science. Oh, the TV show. The TV. I didn't they know. did a Weird Science TV. Oh, show. there is. They don't teach it in school. <laughs> USA Network. NBA Jam. Who do you I get saw, to play the TV version of Anthony Michael Hall? Oh, the parasite. Got some, got some Stridex here for your acne That's right. because people who read comic books have acne. That's right. <laughs> I remember, I remember good. got a zit, execute it. Batman Nightfall. What? Weird. Nightfall's in there? All that? Weird no, science. This is the folder. I've got virtual Bart. Did you just see that? We were just talking virtual about Virtual Bart! <laughs> I love that video game so much! I got it right here. Oh! oh really virtual cool. Bart. It looks eight. And awesome. NBA Jam. It's a lot of bitty awesome. This is, is <laughs> all. Uh, this is all X Men stuff. This is like Excalibur. Batman Mask of the Phantasm. Oh, that's a little bit later. That's like late. And yeah, this that's is ninety five. Right? Mortal Cyclops Kombat here. two. There you go. <laughs> this is Cyclops, and look, he's got the long oh hair. Gosh. They wanted to give everybody long hair in the nineties in comic books for some reason. Good, dude. Look at these two guys, man. What what lift? What bounce in their hairdo? <laughs> Who Jackie, is it? Like, Jackie, what kind of product do you need to make your hair do that thing? Um, Condition magic. <laughs> What is That's it? Here's, this though. is Gambit, and Gambit doesn't. I mean, I don't even know what how is to this? describe this. What is this? What is this lightning? Style. What is this lightning thing? Uh, nothing. Nothing. Can, nothing can prepare you. What does it say? It's oh, for it's Mortal trade. Kombat. Oh, really? I think so. And all of this. DC, Wait, is that Metallo? Like right here, mm -hmm. there's one Star Trek comic book <laughs> <laughs> at the end of the book. <gasps> that Who's you. that? Who is? Is what? that Steel? Probably. Is that Static Shock? Is that Static Shock? Wait, I don't... Is that Static Shock? That's old school Static Shock. That's Static. When did Static become a thing again? Look at what he did. I don't know. What is All right, Jerry Lewis, calm down. Whoa. Oh, you lady. Hey, lady. I'm not sure. I can't... Uh, Neff, help her out. I what is it? What? That's oh, that's a, is that a sports guy? Paul... Why, well, I don't wait, know. Wait, don't, don't bend it. Yeah, don't bend it, please. <laughs> Paul Molitor. Oh, Paul Molitor. For yeah, the Blue him. Jays. For the Blue yeah, Jays, yeah, of course. Of course. <laughs> of course. You know that? Superman, know. the Man of Steel. Dead again. <laughs> Dead again. Dead again. So, oh, ah! no, you dropped him on the entire floor, case. Ah. Here's, here's your book back. Thanks, man. Uh, so I brought right, these. Do you want to look at these? Oh back? my gosh, I do. I brought these books in to, to kind of show the way that comic books looked <laughs> back in the day, and and I know that for you guys, you're younger, you're all in your early twenties or not quite in your twenties. In Julia's case, I'm oh. looking back at some of these like early '90s era comic books. What do you notice is like the, the style? <laughs> I'm sorry, Neff's face is like. <laughs> is this first Kyle Rayner? Uh, Maybe. 
It says it all begins here. All new Green Lantern. Is that first appearance Kyle Rayner? That's probably worth some money. You think so? But no. You should, you know. It's Kyle Rayner. <laughs> Hi, my name's Kyle Rayner, and I don't know what I'm doing. Or maybe you maybe. can tell that. Changing of the guard. Yeah, this is Kyle, this is first Kyle Rayner. <gasps> oh my gosh! <laughs> Do you not understand? Do you Bless you, Dad. I don't want to touch it. <laughs> okay, put it back in the sleeve, man. Comic books Come are for touch reading. Touch it with your oily fingers. <laughs> okay, I'll put it back in. I'm scared. I'll it's, touch it. Give it's it so me. precious. Steven. Oh my gosh, that's first edition Kyle Rayner. <laughs> All right, don't get panicky, man. So what do you notice when you see these old comic books? Like, they're stylistically so different. And I'm trying to think, like, if these were the comic book characters that were made into movies today, oh, how no. terrible the movies no. would be. Nicholas Cage. We were watching 66 Batman, which was a pretty accurate reflection of the 1960s comic book. But there were not a lot of 1990s superhero movies. Uh, the ones that were were the terrible ones, like Fantastic Four, the, the well, Roger Corman. Batman. But Batman was 89, and Batman Batman was kind of trailing off of the 80s Batmans. Mm -hmm. uh, so 89 Batman, and I think 91 was Batman Returns. But once you get into the mid-90s, look at the shift in Batman as it turns to your Joel Schumacher, Schumacher terribleness. <laughs> uh, it, it, I think it was the X-Men that sort of brought us out of that and brought us into the more realistic. But there was no 90s superhero movies to, exempl to exemplify this style of art. And not thank goodness, because how would you just think about the hairstyles alone? Oh, oh yeah. If you oh, guys God. know about Superman Lives, you see Nicolas Cage with his long hair. Oh my goodness, he's terrible. They did a Superman movie. Well, well no, of well the they movie. wrote. From what I understand, they wrote it, uh, and then had a director. Tim Burton was going to direct it. They're going to do all this stuff, and then Tim Burton like threw out the script and was going to bring in another writer. And then they did like screen tests with Nicolas Cage, and then nothing. So, but think about what this this style of art. And this excessiveness in storytelling would have translated to into the movies. I think it would have absolutely killed comic book movies. We wouldn't yeah. have the Marvel Cinematic Universe. We wouldn't have all the things that we enjoy right now, which is a more grounded, more realistic, uh, more relatable superhero genre if we would have enjoyed some of this stuff. Mm -hmm. Which, when you look back to the cartoons of the era, they were big and wild and over the top. I mean, one of the most popular comic book shows of all time was the X-Men animated series. That's exactly. But it was big and over the top. But I just don't know that would, that would have translated in movies. So I'm, I'm thinking about like the old style of things and how that doesn't actually, like it doesn't hold up today. Like when you look at some of these books, you go, wow, that's really silly. Or you look at some of the ads, the video games. Like, Mortal Kombat for the Sega Genesis is the greatest video game of all time. I disagree. I think that... I Donkey thought, Kong. I know, I know. I just didn't know we were going to keep going No, but I'm, uh, but, that, but you know, you look at it and you go, wow. If you showed somebody a Mortal Kombat for the Sega Genesis, they'd go, this game is terrible. Yeah, it doesn't hold up. Certain things, um, certain things just don't last. It's like we, we get into it and we get excited about it, mm. but they're temporary. Society changed it. So, well, well, so what changes... <laughs> Is it the, the tastes and the flavors of the consumers? Is it the, does the technology render the things that we enjoy uh, obsolete? What, what's what's the difference? Why can't we go back to the '90s comics and go, yeah, these were great, timeless classics? Why do we look at it and go, that's mm, a little silly, well, a little not, over the top? I'm not trying to change the subject, uh, but could you do this? Could you say the same thing for like '90s shows or '90s movies that were like distinctly? I'm using, 90s. I'm using the comic books as an example, but it could be video games. It could be anything that. When you go back to it later on, you go, "Ooh, not as good as I thought it was." Uh, Crystal Pepsi, for example. <laughs> I like it. 
Mm. Maybe being, I don't know, maybe because some of the older comics, we liked them so much because we had to discover them. But while like the 90s was so, I don't know, curtain for January, like you were seeing it come out so you're probably a harsher judge on like, oh, these aren't what the comics used to be. You know what I mean? Maybe. I think we just as a culture have gotten a little bit more judgmental about it. <laughs> well, I don't... Is, less I'll say, is this, is this, and I'm not asking like I'm trying to start an argument at all, but is this like specifically an attack to use quotes on the 90s style no. or just or just older style in general? I just, happen to, I just happen to bring these books in. Why do, why do we look at the 1966 Batman and go, oh my goodness, this is terrible when it really is exactly exactly what it was intended to be. Uh, it wasn't intended, it wasn't like, oh my goodness, this is so poorly made, because it wasn't. It was made to be 100% of what it was supposed to be. Uh, and, and yes, the climbing up the side of the building was cheesy now, <laughs> but it wasn't not, It wasn't supposed to be not cheesy. It's a reflection of the times, I yeah. think. Yeah. So is it as the times change and the flavors change that the things don't change with it? Well, yeah, but what, well, the thing is with the 90s, I think a lot of things, like a lot of progression happened in the 90s. And that's why you find like people who are like our age, who are like in their twenties, say, "Man, I miss the '90s because so much has happened in the last like 20 years. Like we prog- we have iPhones, we have computers in our hands. In the '90s, we just like got up to that point. Dial up. So I mean, like <laughs> you think about it. Don't laugh. We loved our dial up. <laughs> so, yeah. so so much has changed since then that like even in like the early 2000s, everything was different, and there wasn't really any big comic stories. Was Death of, of Superman? Was that? The '90s. Mm-hmm. That was like that's all I can think of from the '90s. That was that was big. Besides, maybe was the X Men in the '90s or Nightfall? Nightfall. Yeah, there was a lot of big yeah. stories in the '90s. Yeah. The Clone Saga, I think, was the 1990s, and Spider Man. You weren't a Marvel. Uh, I feel yeah. like also pop culture is a reflection of society at the time, and then society kind of flavors the pop culture, and it's kind of like an endless cycle. You know, hmm. they kind of bounce off each other because a lot of art, like in that way, is modeled after real life. So. You know, when new exciting things were coming out in the 90s, everyone was like, yeah, let's go for it. And so maybe kind of the things were more of a, like a whimsical feel because everyone, it was an exciting time for everyone, you know. And maybe it, it, I think because I can go back further than the 90s. I, I remember the, the 70s and the 80s uh, to, to some degree. And uh, for me, I have a, bigger, a broader scope than you guys do being, being younger. So I started kind of with the 90s because that was that was your spectrum. But I remember what the future looked like in the 70s. Uh, I remember what the future looked like in the 80s when they would portray. I, I, I was at Epcot when it, the, the, 1982 when it opened, and this is the future. And everybody's wearing silver, you know, jumpsuits with rainbow stripes on them, you know, because that's what the future is going to look like. Oh we'll yeah, all, we'll all be living in space soon, you know. And and oh as the the time progressed and technology progressed our vision of what was high tech and, and cutting edge kind of progressed too. And maybe looking back and saying, oh, this guy, whether it's Cable or Winter Soldier or whoever, he's got a metal arm and that's cool, you know? Maybe having a metal arm isn't cool anymore, unless you're Spider-Man. And then you go, you got a metal arm, that's, that's cool. cool. So but, cool, dude. But, you know, what it, what it was that was like, oh, that's really awesome. I, and I don't know what point in history somebody designed Wolverine's haircut and said, this is cool. <laughs> But I remember, I I don't know. But when you look back at stuff from the seventies, you go, "Wow, that that is super cheesy." Watch the original Battlestar Galactica. It's like, oh my god! Watch original Doctor Who. Oh my! Oh, that is like the most cheese. (laughs) But I think that's that's kind of the the picture of it. Is why do these things maybe not? It, It feels like right now we're watching these great timeless classics. 
at what point does the original Iron Man become cheesy? Mm-hmm. Or, or does it? Have we gotten past the point where we're making them so fantastic that the fantastic, you know, it doesn't wear off anymore? I think uh, some of it also goes to nostalgia, kind of going off of what you said, at what time does this become not cool? I think back to, like, watching some movies with my mom. And these are movies that maybe my mom grew up with, but I'm, like, kind of impartial to it because I'm like, well, I don't have that nostalgia factor. My mom loves them so much because it reminds her of a time maybe when she was younger or whatever. But then for me, like, there's certain movies, like, if you mention Little Rascals or Jurassic Park, I'm like, (laughs) yes, this is great. Like, even, I mean, not saying Jurassic Park isn't good because Jurassic Park's great. But, like, some not everyone's going to like Little Rascals. But for me, that movie holds a special place in my heart. If you don't like Little Rascals, you have no soul. Yeah, well... Well, it's, it's funny because... <laughs> Where I would. That awkward silence. Yeah. You, you mentioned nostalgia. Um, for, for me, when I see things, even if they're done cheesy, um, if they hold that anchor in your heart of like a special place, mm-hmm. I go back and I watch some movies from my childhood of the 80s. Mm-hmm. Uh, Steven holds on to his movies. You know, he mentioned 10-year-old Steven really liked that movie. You know, I have movies that are terrible <laughs> that I love. But I, I mean, I go back and I watch old shows and old movies and I go I still kind of like this. Now some of them I'll watch and I'll go I remember liking the idea of this more than actually liking this. I went back and watched season one of the Transformers (laughs) and I loved the Transformers as a kid. I still love the Transformers but in looking back other than the 86 Transformers movie I don't know what version of Transformers made me fall in love with Transformers because the original TV series was ridiculously bad. I had the same thought when rewatching the first season of Power Rangers. It's really I was like, bad. I love this, and this is ter- like I still love it. Watching it, I'm like, I remember loving this, so this is making me love it even more. And I don't think they're taking themselves too seriously, but this is terrible. Like this acting is ungood. Yeah, it's ungood. ungood. Yes, that's how it's bad it so is. Bad. I thought it's their ungood. acting was perfectly cromulent. Uh. <laughs> But no, I, 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 I get that. I think nostalgia plays a big part in stuff like that. Yeah, it's funny because I think that when you do look back, you go, oh, I really, really love this. You know, I'm, my dad loved the old uh, sci-fi movies from the 1950s, and they were terrible. But, you know, you like them because I guess that's sort of your your icon. But what what is it that we like now that you might not be ready for it yet, but your kids are going to hate it? You know, like what is, what is it that your kids are going to make fun of that you enjoy now? Dubstep. Uh, I was going to say superhero movies, but that sounds like a transformer making out with a fax machine. What is this that we're listening to? All of the memes by that that point will be Uh, all style. All uh, the memes. Even Harambe. They have a a special place in my heart. I'm just telling you, we were driving down the road. I was in the meme wars (laughs) in 2016. My son was born in 2002, and I'm driving down the road yesterday, and I just had my iPod on auto shuffle. And uh, for some reason, the song Walk It Out came on. Uh-huh. <laughs> Walk It Out. Walk which, it out. which I only have because I love it from the first video <laughs> I ever saw on YouTube, which was Walk It Out with the penguins from, from, from yes. Happy Feet. Yeah, which was like perfectly timed out. And so I lo- every time I do it, I do like the little penguin when I hear it. So I, I put the song on. My son's like, what is this? And, and I like, said, it's walking out. And he goes, oh, yeah, because it's 2004 in here. <laughs> like, you were uh, born whatever. in 2002. What do you even know? You Shut were two up. years old in 2004, Chris. <laughs> you know the boss of me. He goes, no, it's cool, but it's just, you know, just know when it's from. It's like, I bet you like <laughs> Usher, too. <laughs> and I'm like, Usher. I'm like yeah, things, <laughs> things that you like now, I assure you, your kids are going to make fun of you for. My little sisters oh. already make fun of me for everything that I liked as a kid. They just don't get it, and it makes me so sad. I was um, I was at my sister's house the other day, 
and she has like the music video channel that you can go and select music videos and I was sitting on the couch with my nieces they're six and, and one's about to be four and she's like oh girls you want to see something that your uncle Steven loved when he was 13 and she put on like an Eminem video like a clean version oh and they're gosh. watching it and my niece turns which goes you like this <laughs> and I'm like it was a different time back then and then she put on Michael Jackson's beat it and she looked at me and she goes you like this oh. I'm like you'll appreciate it when you're older I was Excuse six me. I was your age Allison when I loved this uh, we were we were we had some some people some friends came to speak at our youth group on Wednesday night Nolan and Joy and they had a chance to meet my mom <laughs> in the narthex of our church and I don't know how the conversation turned to this, but my mom started telling them when he was four years old, he could do the entire Michael Jackson's Thriller dance. <laughs> like, moving on, folks. Your we're, mom is the best and, at segues. And we're done here. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, there's there's things that we like that are that are timeless, and there's things that we like that are just temporary. Mm-hmm. So, like contouring. W- tell me what contouring is. Like makeup, makeup contouring. Makeup? Oh, like I, the Kardashians and all that. You'll forgive me. Duh, that I everybody knows that. Knowing what that was. No, it's okay. I just feel like sometimes some of the, and some fashion things where people are like drawing on fake freckles today, I feel like at some point that'll be weird. Are people drawing fake yeah, freckles Yeah, and on? then glitter freckles are a thing right now. Okay, <coughs> I'm not the only one that's, freckles are those real. look kind of cool Am I the though? only, uh, they do, but like, you know, at some point they're going to be like. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's a phase. Like, I mean, there's different phases and styles and like I mean you think back like early 2000s we're just a hot mess quick Steven we need a segue out of this I'm so sad that 80s day, hair whoa shoulder pads am I right ladies like yeah. zoom zoom um, zoom oh, I love Z- thank you so much you make my heart go boom boom my supernova girl. girl zoom zoom hey Space Whale X's Halloween Town. Oh my God. Halloween Town High. The color of no. friendship. No, Halloween Town High. That was you can't one. do that on Smart television. Um, <laughs> Smart House was awesome. <laughs> no, nobody. Ten Legends of the Hidden Temple. Three ninjas. Johnny yeah. Tsunami. Okay, this is what um, happens. Good burger, home. We good need some burger. older people. Yeah, 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 L seven, please help me. <laughs> no, he's loving this I right now. Look of the Irish. Who's over thirty? Hey. To please the thirteenth year. Oh da. Oh, hello there, da. My dad's from Cleveland. <laughs> I made it. I made it my point when when my son was little, and I'm not. S- <laughs> Sorry, that just did a great line from <laughs> the look of the Irish TV trivia. That's a favorite you guys line. Guys, the best. Time. I love this. <laughs> Sorry, what your son? <laughs> so uh, Michael Michael Jackson. Tony's shaking his head. No, the entire dance to Michael Jackson. This is that wasn't even what I was talking about. Segway. Talking about your son. Um, yeah, no. Yeah, I'm just <laughs> glad, I'm glad you guys one. had your 90s therapy moment there. <laughs> <laughs> Our decom moment. Like this, if you were from the 90s. Only 90s kids remember this. Yeah, and most of those things that they put on there aren't even from the 90s. No, yeah. Uh, yeah, but I wanted to raise my son on the classics. I didn't want him to just watch whatever rubbish they were peddling at him so they could sell lunch boxes and backpacks when he was a child. So I bought all the classic stuff, man. My mm. son, in his closet right now, has a vintage 1986 Pee Wee's Playhouse playset. Nice. With all of the action figures and uh, the entire series on DVD. Because I wanted my son to grow up watching Pee-wee's Playhouse. I wanted him to watch the original Muppet Show. I wanted him to watch the classics Uh, when things were brilliant. At least from my nostalgic perspective. My parents did that to me. That's why I love so much classic rock. Because growing up, and I don't know many songs from the 2000s because my parents only listened to 70s, 80s, and 90s music. 
So that's all I know. Nineties and today. Until until middle school, that's all I listen to. I feel so so bad for my future children. Because I want to make them watch everything that I watched as a kid. Not the scary movies that my sister. You know, at some point, someone's gonna be showing "Baby" by Justin Bieber to their children. Like this was. Dude, pop music today. I don't want to get into it. I feel like an old man sabotaged by the Beastie Boys. Is that classical music? Uh, oh, now we're going to do it. That's two episodes in a row. I can't do I that. I can't deal with that. So you, you see that some things are, are timeless, and I, I hope we invest so much into our fandom. We invest so much into things that we like right now at this moment. I'm moving, so I'm, I'm kind of digging through these old boxes, and I've got I found things that I spent money on that I wish I could have the money back for because at some point I thought I need to have an action figure of this movie. Oh, I, yeah. need, I need to have the entire uh, two, early, the, the 2000s uh, Fantastic Four Marvel action figures. <laughs> I need to have them all. Oh. I've got to have both oh, no. versions of the Doctor Doom. Absolutely. Um, I, I've got to have of course they have action figures for Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. I need to have that. I've seen those. You know, like, <laughs> and there's there's so many other different action figure lines and things that I've bought and I'm, oh yeah this is, this is a classic. I need one for the Crow and one for Sting. I, I have them both. And I uh, and I've, I've looked and said these things that used to be like treasures, these things that used to be stuff that I, I bought and I proudly displayed, and now they're they're fit for the trash pile or they're going on eBay or they're just going back to a box in the garage because I thought they were timeless. I thought they were going to be like, yes, forever. And now I look at them and I go, A, either the quality of them is terrible mm. or I just don't care about the property anymore. So what is it about the things that we like? I'm asking this question again because I want an answer that doesn't devolve into yelling lines from Disney shows. Um, what is it again about the things that we like now that will either make them timeless or, or make them temporary? May I? But I wish you would. I think that a lot of it for me comes through the heart. I feel like if like the actual like movie, let's say, or comic or whatever, like touches my heart in a way, then I'll love it. Or if it was shown to me by someone that I really care about, you know, mm -hmm. like movies that my mom has shown me, like maybe if I had seen them by myself, I wouldn't have liked them but because my mom showed them to me, you know, when I was a kid, mm -hmm. she's, you know, my biggest hero. So I guess I, I, would, I would hold that dear to me because okay. it touched my heart in that way. So a personal anchor. Yeah. I got you. What else? Well, there are movies out there that, that are considered timeless. Um, I'm trying to think of a good example. There, there are, obviously, but um, the only one that's coming to my head for some reason is Blade Runner. Even though I know that's that that has some dated parts okay. in it. But Blade Runner is an incredibly dated movie with a very 1980s look at what the future will be like. So what is it about Blade Runner that makes it a classic, even though the style of it is distinctively a snapshot of the time that it came out? Because I mean, I think that's a really good answer at something that stylistically should be extremely dated, but that has kind of endured. Maybe because it is like a Snapchat. It's almost like going into like a museum and seeing, you know, that this is what people thought it was going to be like. And the story itself is actually really clever and well done. Mm -hmm. And even though, like in the like even in the future, like people will still enjoy that story for what it is. It's quality. Steven. I think. I mean, this may or may not be the case this is what i think is maybe what's behind it like the heart of it so if whatever well kind of like what julia said but whatever whatever it 
whatever it the inevitable truth to it, I guess you could say is if that still holds up the reasoning, what's behind it, what it means, um, the story that it tells, if that story can remain timeless, the movie itself can, or it doesn't have to be a movie, but whatever you're talking about can also remain timeless. I think the being honest part as like an actor and I know about a art that really speaks and resonates with people are things that are really honest to what's happening at that time or just honest to the human condition, you know? Something that everybody can look at and be like, oh yeah, in some way I relate to that. And, and that's I mean, why we still read Shakespeare yeah, 500 years later. There's, yeah, and there's also a lot of other things that go into things that are classic, obviously, but I think the main one is you know, the honesty and the truth of that moment and the truth of those people because as time goes on and things change, the only thing that's really somewhat constant is humans and emotions and the things that we all have in common. When we look back at, at even, and, and we'll look at the shows and the movies that we like, even when we look back at, at, at the Bible, one of the most interesting things about the Bible is that it's not just God revealing himself to us and saying, I am the God that sits upon the mountain and reveals myself in thunder and lightning and hurricanes and I'm God and here are my ways and they're above your ways, so blah, blah, blah. It, it's not that. God tells his story uh, in, in telling the story of, of people. And you guys will remember back to Sunday school. You guys remember the VeggieTales versions of things. <laughs> I do. Yeah. Yes, it's I that, do. Lord of the Beans. It's that God. Oh, my gosh. Lord of the Beans. God Sorry. tells these stories. In, in this, He reveals himself in the stories of people. Uh, the, the flannel graph characters, if you're old enough to remember that or <laughs> you came from a poor enough church. Um, <laughs> yes. <laughs> flannel graph characters. I like how Nick's the only one laughing at like, that. Yes, like, yes. Yeah, and yeah, I received yeah. that, brother. Uh, when when we're telling the story about God's grace and forgiveness, we see the story of Jesus and the woman caught in adultery. Uh, when we tell the story about God's promise and, and provision, we tell the story of Abraham and Sarah. When we when we talk about God's leadership and His grace, we tell the story about Moses and the children of Israel. You know, we tell the story about uh, Saul and and David and Goliath. We tell the story about uh, Elijah and Elisha. It, it's it's the through the lenses of the lives of people that God's story is told. And although we can't necessarily relate to God, we don't understand his ways, we don't understand his thoughts, but we understand people. And we see Abraham, a man called by God, and he does something incredibly brave, and along the way he does some things that are incredibly stupid, and along the way, you know, he tells, it's my sister, yo, it's cool, whatever. You know, like, what we see in their imperfections a reflection of ourselves. And I think that even though culturally, where when we read that now, our lifestyles are nothing at all. I don't know <laughs> much about herding sheep. <laughs> exactly. We don't have anything to do with what they were doing. We're, we don't live in the same culture. We don't live in the same climate. We don't live in the same part of the world. There's nothing about our lifestyles that line up with the lifestyles of anybody in the Bible ever. But their humanity is timeless. And, and in that, we see our own stories. Uh I, I think that's really an amazing thing. That's an amazing part of the way that God chooses to reveal himself and, and keep the truths of the word timeless because they are designed, God designed them to plug into, to overlap and overlay our lives. And it works pretty seamlessly. Mm -hmm. I think it's pretty awesome because even though they're sort of out of time, they're, they're still, every bit as fresh and relevant to our lives as they are right now. It's sort of like a timeless... Tupperware of truth. Yeah. <laughs> like a capsule. Capsule. I was talking to someone the other day and I was saying um, that, I don't know, like, you know, 
that whole um, hole that some people like to climb into in faith is like, oh, I have to be perfect, and they like beat themselves up a little bit too hard about sure, it. Sure, sure. Me included. Um, something that always helps is obviously um, looking back at the Bible and seeing people that like even like we're fighting against God, like, oh, I can't do that. God, God's like, yes, you can. They're like, but I can't. You know, it really shows you. Yes, you can. Here's a whale. <laughs> exactly. So there's like a lot of, um, you know, fighting against God and then overall seeing God is good and God is victorious and God makes us victorious, you know, when we do things according to his will and stuff like that. And that's that. timeless because everybody yeah. wants to be victorious. Yeah. And the thing is, you see these people that are no braver than us, no smarter than us, no really different than us they're not better than us you know they just no, have, they us. yeah they're they us. are us and yeah. that's the thing that's so nice to see about it because if god's message was all shown through jesus that'd be great because of all the love and stuff but if you get to see how it relates to people that are like us and how people like us you know we're kind of scared you can be like oh this person had that fear too so i'm not alone you know yeah it kind of brings us into like a it's okay we're all sinners <laughs> we're all on the same level and we're all on the same path, almost. Yeah, that makes it makes a lot of sense. Jesus is the one that's walking on the water, and that's a great example. But we're the ones who get distracted by the wind and the waves. You know, yeah. we're we're Peter in the story. You it know, speaks to our humanity. Yeah, way. very good, well said. Any other ideas? I mean, I like the the humanity part, and I always when you say that, my mind goes to Moses. Uh, when Moses is telling God, you know, I can't do it, I can't do it. But God is like, listen, I will be there. Like, it's almost a reminder that when we don't feel like we can do stuff, God is always going to be there with us to help us through it or to give us a way to do it. Like he gave Moses Aaron or told him, like, Aaron will speak for you since you can't talk. But just know that I am with you. I had a conversation with somebody the other day. and We, we got to talking a little bit about our, our show. And uh, they were talking about Christ culture. And, you know, we, we mentioned the topic of Christ culture versus nerd culture. And... And they were talking about the balance between those two things. How do I connect my fandom with my faith? You know, if if, if it seems like there's always this struggle between my, my fandom and the things that I like. I like Star Wars. I like comic books, whatever. And then my love of church and my love of, you know, the Bible and my love of all these things. And I tried to, I, I thought this is my personal take on it is when we say we're the the two-player co-op of Christ culture and nerd culture, I don't find Christ culture to be church culture or Christianity culture. Because Christianity, like, like this church, and there's a church 900 feet up the road, and our cultures are very different. The, the church where you come from in Perry uh, is very different than the church that you grew up in, Julia. Um, does that make one better than the other? No, but our cultures are quite different, and that's just within the same state. I mean, you go across the world, and the way that they do church in the Middle East, the way that they do church in Europe, the way that they do church in Asia, even in the Christian churches, our cultures are exceptionally different. We went and spoke at a, a church just across town, and I was not prepared. Our youth group came in, uh, you know, shorts and t-shirts and just real kickback and casual for a youth service, and their youth were there with like long, the girls had long skirts on and had their hair all proper and their long sleeves, Guys and every, everybody was dressed, and it was a difference in church, oh. in church culture. Um, church culture is always going to be different. Some people stand, some people sit, some people lift their hands, some people pray quietly. Uh, music may be fast and upbeat, or music may have no instruments at all. That's church culture. Church culture is a reflection of us. Christ culture is us. And that's where I, I draw the line between, we're not, we're not the, the combination of Christian culture 
or church culture. We're the combination of Christ culture. And to me, Christ culture is what I bring with me into my fandom. Christ culture is what I bring with me into my faith. Christ culture is what I bring with me to work. Christ culture is what I bring with me to my family because there's only one way to truly harness Christ's Christ culture, and that is to be Christ in this world. God didn't just say, here I am up on this cloud on my throne looking down on this world below me. Um, he sends his only son into this world as part of this world to live in this world and reflect God's grace. And that's what true Christ culture is. It's, it's us. And to me, even though the things that we follow behind, even though the things that we value and we treasure are uh, temporary and sometimes don't age super well, one thing that never goes bad, one thing that it's never out of style, it's never the wrong color, never the wrong size, is being a representative of Christ's culture in this world. Uh, being an ambassador of Christ, walking in love, walking in grace, walking in truth. And I, I think that that's something that is perpetually valuable, mm -hmm. perpetually vital, and um, something that I think we choose after we choose our own church's culture or own or, or Christianity culture. Mm -hmm. uh, Chris Tomlin does not speak for me. Jesus Christ speaks for me and that's not a but you know that's not to uh, to slam him but you know Christian music what's popular now is different if, if you listen to the music that you listened to when you were in youth group 10 years ago Stephen yes. versus the music <laughs> I listened to in youth group 20 years ago versus the music that they listen to in youth group today it's three very different playlists yes yep and and you, I can't go One back. Of them is the same artist too. <laughs> it's all Toby it's Mac. Toby song. Mac. <laughs> it's DC Talk versus Toby Mac versus uh, whatever Toby Mac uh, as uh, Justin Timberlake. I think is what he's doing today. <laughs> yes, I saw a video. I'm like, I asked him, "This Justin Timberlake?" I think Nick was like, "No, that's Toby Mac." And I'm like, "No, no." But Christianity, the the culture of the church changes, but the culture of Christ never changes because it's being hope. To the hopeless, being light in the darkness, that is truly, truly timeless to me. Uh, yeah, it's always a, a shame when people let the differences like dictate how they treat each other, how they see each other, when really we should just be focusing on the way God to live, you know? it's, it's funny that you're you're here, Julia. Mm -hmm. A couple weeks ago, we were planning out our youth group calendar for the rest of the year, oh, yeah. and uh, we're, we're going through all of our different things, and, and on first Wednesday at our church, we have this thing where all the classes come together for a service, and usually there's a theme. The one we did in August was our teen service, so our youth did drama and music and the, the whole thing I spoke, so all of the, the classes came in to be part of kind of a large youth service for the whole congregation. Mm -hmm. uh, the one that we're having in November, and our youth group is not obligated to be part of these first Wednesday services. The one we're having in November is called Legacy of Faith Sunday. And it's a senior adult themed service where we're doing like gospel music and, you know, old time religion. And, I'm excited about that. And, but here's the deal. In my mind, I was ready to skip it. I was ready to just not be a part of it. We'll do our own thing and we'll let them, you know, have their yabba dabba do time. Um, I just pictured seniors dabbing and breaking their hips. <laughs> and Julia, <laughs> Julia and a couple of our, 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 our students were, were saying... Let's go. Let's go be a part of it. It's it's good. What, how did you phrase it? Do you remember, Julia? Or what would you have said? <laughs> what did, what um, are you likely to have said? I want to say that I think that it's good for the youth and the elderly, like really everybody, but especially like those groups that often are seen as so different and made to be so separate, um, should really come together because 
we can learn a lot from older people and the older people can learn things from us that they might have not thought of, you know? I feel like having those two different, like almost cultures like clash together in God's name, I think they're gonna be some new discoveries and maybe some new friendships and lots of new lessons to learn. And that's a cool thing because you look at our cultures, our church cultures are very different. You know, they didn't grow up in a church that had uh, screens on the wall. They used a red back hymnal. They didn't grow up in a church. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> yeah, I know they, that. They didn't go, you know, when they went to camp meeting, they didn't go to camp meeting in a nice big tabernacle building. They went to a camp meeting in a place with no walls. I mean, it was an outdoor had, thing. And like poles and a yeah. roof. That was it. And we, when, when they go to church, they don't, they don't, they didn't have literally guitars that plugged in and made electric music sound. Uh, the church culture was very different in their youth than it was in ours. But, Although we could see our church culture as something that separates us, uh, Christ culture is what unifies us. And they go through the process of having to believe and, and having to trust in Jesus when they don't have anything else to depend on. You know, I, I was talking to a, a woman today and she was sharing some of the problems that, that she's had and, and some loss that she's been through and some struggles. And even though they come in a different package than a teenager's struggles might be, they're still the same struggles of fear and of, can I do this? And is it going to be okay? And the answer to, to hers is the same answer as I would say to a 15 year old and that is trust God, have faith in God and, and, and believe. And, and that's it. That's Christ culture is walking out that faith and that knows no boundaries of race. It knows no boundaries of uh, economic distinction. It knows no boundaries of nationality. It knows no boundaries of gender. It's just truth. And truth is timeless. Truth is never temporary. Facts may be temporary. Uh, you know, what's the tallest building in the world? Well, it used to be this. Now it's this. You know, what's the, the richest man in the world? It used to be this. Now it's this. Uh, you know, what's the whatever. But truth is always timeless. Amen. And, and God is truth, the way, the truth, and life. So um, I think of my things that I loved when I was a kid. And I know that to me, I go, man, you got to watch this. This is so great. And then I'll sit down with somebody and make them watch it. And I'll go, yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> I remember it being way better. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm so sorry. Um, but I treasure it. I remember loving it. And it just doesn't translate. For me, it's something that I love. It's something that I'm anchored to. It's something I have nostalgia for. But um, it's important, I think, that we don't let that our faith nostalgia overwhelmed the, the true bottom line of, of what we really, really are. Um, and that is, you know, following God and trusting God. Uh, speaking of nostalgia, uh, I do love the 80s. My, my formative years were in the 1980s. My favorite movies are those old 80s movies. I love Goonies. Uh, I love yeah. Gremlins. I love uh, you know The Last Starfighter. Um, I love 80s sitcoms. I remember sitting and watching TV with my mom all the time, do different strokes and family ties and uh, what was the one with Ben Seaver? Oh, my goodness. Cheers. Show me that smile again. Growing Pains. Growing Pains. Thank you. Space uh, on that one. Uh, cheers. <laughs> or cheers. Sam and Diane. Um, anyway, but not Sam and Rebecca. Never Sam and Rebecca. Uh, we, 
I, I love that kind of culture. So uh, I, I was watching this show on, on Netflix that just came out, and uh, I just finished it up. I'm a little late to the party, but it seemed like a very nice 80s nostalgia trip. And it's a show called Stranger Things. Yeah. And some of you guys have seen it. Some of you guys have just kind of heard about it. I didn't want to watch it for the longest time because I thought, this looks demony. I don't like this. This looks like Satan kind of show. Um, it, it wasn't that. Once it's I, a little dark. It, oh, it's dark. Yes. Yeah, but there's a difference between like kind of X-Files. Like, is it sort of like... X-Files. Yeah, like, is it sort of like alien-ish Well, that's sort like, of like thing? someone is asked it, me, like, is it scary? It's, it's like alien scary. But but it's, oh. not, it's, not, it's not the level of scary because if it's scary because of something that's like supernatural if it's scary because of like well here here's the devil is going to enter into you Mm. i don't like that i don't even if it's even if it's not scary but it's like the devil's going to enter into you i don't i don't like that yeah but it wasn't it didn't seem to be that kind of a show so uh, i watched it but it was very very 1980s it was very it was and there were so many different references oh yes and i'm not sure that i'm I'm giving it the full-on nerd of godcast recommendation to go watch it but um, because th- there there are some scary moments, parental guidance is suggested, uh, and and there's also uh, quite a bit of language in it. The the, the kids too. And it, well, yeah, the it's kids. very it's, Goonies like in that in that it's way. It's very eighties in that. Sense. But that and that's the thing. You go back to the old movies in the eighties, and, and there's Jackie just was the saying language. that earlier. Uh, I, I'm surprised. I went back even you know years ago. Well, uh, oh my goodness, Christian, you got to watch the Goonies. We watched the Goonies, and I'm like, <gasps> oh, I forgot no. how much language was in this movie. <laughs> yeah. Stephen, when you and I were watching um, Back to the Future with Sunny, oh yeah, I was like, I, I looked at her. I'm like, I'm sorry, I forgot that part two has so much more language than the first. You're one. gonna see some serious stuff. stuff. <laughs> 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 so there's yeah, there, there's it, it, in that TV. way, I guess it's faithful to the, but it was. It, it drew a lot of inspiration from those things. So I was kind of that. That was one of the, my motivations for thinking about this thing tonight. Is even if it's not the content of it itself, the flavor of it can still sometimes uh, bring us to the point of nostalgia. So even uh, we, we were watching a show, and I'm not even going to mention the name of the show because the content of it was not appropriate. But Nick and I were watching a show. Oh, Nick's lost like it. last week, and we're watching this thing going, "This is terrible! Like this is absolutely horrible." When was this made? And at the end of the show, we turn. It's like, oh, 2015. And it looked like something that was really bad and poorly made from the 1970s. Oh wow! But it was nope. And it was last, supposed last to. Year. Uh, yeah, it was supposed to. It's funny when they try to take old stuff, though. They try to take the old things and modernize it. Oh, it doesn't no. always work. RoboCop. I'll, I'll give. I didn't see the new RoboCop. Me neither. I'll give you an example. The I love the Muppet Show. There's something wonderfully special in my heart about the Muppet Show. Mm. I mentioned earlier we watched. I got the Muppet Show for my son when he was little, so we could watch it. And I wanted him to fall in love with Kermit and Fozzie and Piggy and, and Gonzo and the whole crew. And uh, the it was very 1970s and 80s. And it's like. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, our special guest, Peter Sellers. Yay! And he's like, who, who the crap <laughs> is Peter like, Sellers? Like the you did no, I did. I did the whole It's like, you know, t- uh, tonight, Miss Diana Ross. Yay! And he's like, who is, <laughs> Sorry, who is Diana Ross? Why does he not know yeah. who Diana Ross is? Because he was three. <laughs> Oh, but there are certain things that were were dated on the show. They're bringing people out. We watched the if you watch the Muppet movie, oh. there's all these cameos, and you can tell it's like it's that guy, and it's like I don't know who that guy is. Like, I assume that's somebody. It's but Doc Hopper. Doc Hopper. Doc Hopper's French fried frog legs. But <laughs> but the Muppets have stayed enjoyable and and lovable all the way through. 
But then they try to modernize it, and they had this most recent show, The Muppets, where it was kind of like The Muppets meets Thirty Rock meets The Office, and oh yeah, it was, the Talking it was, Heads. It was, it was okay. It was all right. Did it get canceled? It was okay. Yes. It was like Julia's Cake. It was, it was okay. It was all right. Isn't that great? You know, it was Talk, good. It was talking Muppets. It. That took me a second to realize what you were referring. I got it. Yeah, self-referential. Got yeah. it. So, but it, and it was all right. You know, you, you can take the theme of something, you can take the style of something, and modernize it, and say, oh, Super Eight or Stranger Things is very much like ET or or. Uh, very much like the Goonies, uh, but sometimes actually taking that thing and modernizing it doesn't always uh, work. It. Yeah, it doesn't Hand always out. like reboots and, mm. and refreshes and updates are always like total oh, recall. That I'm should really have mad about Ben Hurd, but they remade it. Mm. I mean, it needs to not be remade. It was perfect. Yeah, they're Charl- remaking Birth of a Nation too. Charlton Heston. Wait, what? Is, like, I like. Oh, it's that's a different type though. of Birth of a Nation. But I love the original Clash the of the Titans, and if they try to make make okay. the wind, I'm gonna punch them. I in love the, face. the original Clash of the Titans so much because of the I love the claymation. Right? Ray it's Harryhausen's stop motion yes. animation is wonderful. I Literally. always remember, and I've probably told the story a thousand mm. times on the show. I don't know. I feel like I've told the story so much. I remember going to see Clash of the Titans. I remember going to see it in the theater. I remember the whole night because we went to Lionel Play World and I bought the action figures. I got Perseus and I got Calabos and I had the figures and we went to Benihana for dinner that night, which is like a Kobe steakhouse. And I'm playing with them on the table and just enjoying it. And their feet melted to the table because I set them on the middle part of the table, <laughs> the hibachi table. Oh, mouse. Release the Kraken. So and they use a little shrimp. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, I'm melting. I'm melting. What a world. But those movies, I feel like they're so good, they don't need to be remade, you know? I yes. feel like that just irritates me. Oh, they do like Liam Hollywood Neeson. needs to stop trying to release reboot because I feel like they're just running out of ideas and well, they're just not willing to accept it. I remember seeing... Um, that is true. <laughs> let me let me take a. Uh, this is a tough one. Um, <sighs> you sure? No. It, okay. It's particularly hard. We um we uh, we, we lost a friend of our church this oh. week. Oh. Um. Our our former pastor uh, was was killed on a, a, in a four wheeler accident um while while hunting this this weekend, uh, up in Alabama. And it's like it really sucks. He was not old. He was not. You know. He's just uh, just a great great stand up guy. Yeah. And. Uh, and, you know, you talk about the things in our lives, you know, life itself is temporary. You know, we talk about things that are temporary and things that are timeless. And uh, the Bible says that, you know, this life, it's like a vapor. It's just you're here today and, and you just the tomorrow is not promised. Mm-hmm. Uh, but um, when we got that news, it was just, just terrible. But I was thinking, you know, as, as you do when you lose somebody, you start remembering all the different moments. I remember um, the, the time when it was I think it was a Friday. And he's just like, we're in the church office, and he's just like, we're closing the office today. And I'm like, what are we doing? Like, it was just you and him at that time, yeah. right? And he goes, we're going to go see Spider-Man 3. Oh, <laughs> I said, I've already nice. got my tickets to see Spider-Man 3. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm just going to – I'm going with my sister. So he's like, okay, w- <laughs> when are you going? And I'm like, I don't want him to go with me kind of because he likes to talk during the movies and ask questions and say things and stuff. And uh, like, so I was like, oh, I, I'm not really, really sure yet when we're going. So we went, my sister and I went to the theater to the Fashion Square Mall to see Spider-Man 3, and he was at the show we were at. And I was like, <laughs> oh, this kind of sucks. So he came and sat with me. I felt like it really embarrassed. It didn't suck that he was there. I just felt, I felt like I, I kind of dogged him out. So we went and saw Spider-Man 3 together, and afterwards he's like, I didn't like that movie as much as the other ones. I don't think that one was very good. But for me, I'm like, oh, my goodness, it was so great. You just don't get it. You just don't know how <laughs> comic book characters are. And he was right. I'm going to go Herman Knapp. I was wrong. Spider-Man 3 was not good. <laughs> you were right, sir. Yeah. Uh, and he would, I just love how we would just be like, go talk to him. He would just look at us and just start quoting different movies. Yeah, he, you know, great, 
great relationship, man, and, and, a, and a great guy. But, you know, you think about uh, Spider-Man 3 uh, was the newest Spider-Man movie at one point. And then they rebooted it. And then they rebooted it. <laughs> and then they rebooted you know, it. So, and, and, and does every time it get better? How many times do they reboot something? You know, when you go back and look at the original Spider-Man, how different the world was and uh, how different the, the technology was and our expectations of these stories and stuff like that. But uh, the, the same thing when I go back to the 80s. Uh, how many problems in old 80s adventures would have been solved if they just had cell phones. Exactly. Oh my gosh. <laughs> the Goonies wouldn't have done anything. They would have called Mikey War. I see you on your GPS. You're down at that old abandoned shack. Get home now. That's right. I need an Uber. <laughs> <laughs> it's the Fratellis. They're loose. Oh <laughs> Post it on Instagram. The Fratellis. <laughs> um, Brand like this. Hashtag troubleshuffle. <laughs> Troy does. Hashtag troubleshuffle. That's great. <laughs> no, they would have never had the trouble shuffle because it, <laughs> it would have been on YouTube. It, it'd have been it would have been trending. That, no, because you know, cyberbullying. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Chunk would have been like, "You're bullying me." <laughs> they they want to call him Chunk. That's right, Lawrence. Dude, I feel like our technology is going to ruin a lot of possibly interesting, you know, like ideas for shows. I like, like set up an idea. All right. What if this happens? Well, you just look that up on your phone. Dang it! Yeah, I like going How back. How are we going to surpass that? I like going back and watching like old movies, especially from the '80s, and be like, "You could not make this today." Like uh, just for the the politically correct part of it, you can like could uh, make this today. Like yeah. the toy. Well, how would how would Bill and Ted have even gotten around without a <laughs> that, what's a phone booth? Yeah. Wow. Uh, exactly. <laughs> I mean, Doctor Who still makes it happen. That's a police, TARDIS. That's a police call box. But even when you watch Doctor Who, people are like, "What, what is, is that, that thing?" Yeah. Yeah. But like, I was because like, the police call box was not a phone booth. It could was you like, do, like an emergency booths? call. Is that a, a thing photo that booth? People that, still there's there's still photo booths like some places, right? But like at wedding receptions. Yeah. <laughs> That's like Alex Ryder type stuff. But I just, I Neff, like. you text me the other day and you ask, who's Max Steele? You didn't answer me. I didn't answer you because I don't know who Max Steele is. Who, I don't think that's a thing. I think that's a new thing. No, but Max no, Steel was. A, no, it was. I, I looked it up. Max Steel was like an action figure and cartoon show or something like that from 2000, 2000. It sounds familiar. Oh, so that's why. It already. I don't know. Into a movie. So I saw that. After watching, in, in honor of the show Stranger Things that I watched, I want to take you guys on a trip back to the 1980s and test your <laughs> 80s knowledge. Uh, that's not fair. None of You're us were right. born in the 80s, but Tony. Uh, yeah, but uh, they still exist. The 80s. I, grew, I, I grew up in the Let's 90s with 80s parents. I grew up in the 90s with an 80s sister. It is multiple choice. Okay. Multiple yeah. choice. So uh, this is the uh, the Stranger Things trivia. Uh, what I'm going to do is I'm going to give you two things, and you have to tell me which came first. Are you ready? Yes. Okay. No. The movie E.T. Okay. Mm-hmm. Or the Netflix series Stranger Things. Which e. came first? Yes. E.T. Okay, e. so you guys get the idea how this game is played. Oh, I thought oh, that was like an actual like, question. Set. I was nope, like, yeah. it was just the setup. Like, got like, one. Ooh, I'm good at this. E.T., I think E.T. came first regardless, even if you take the time it's set in. Are we going alphabetically? Because E.T. is still the right choice. <laughs> All right. Uh, the Goonies or Gremlins? Gremlins. 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 I say Gremlins. I've seen both movies. Goonies. Say Goonies. Goonies came out in '85, and I can't remember if Gremlins came out in '86 or '84. I think it's '84. I say Gremlins. Gremlins. Which Gremlins? (laughs) (laughs) No, good one. (laughs) Not Gremlins Two: The Revenge. All right, that is uh, Goonies came out in 1985. Gremlins came out in 1984. Yes. Yes. Okay. Okay. So good. Made me happy. I'm not winning. Competition. All right, keep keep your own scores. Uh, Star Trek: The Wrath of Khan or Star Wars: Return of the Jedi. Nick. 
I say Wrath of Wrath Khan. Khan. Yeah. Wrath, Wrath of Khan came first. Wrath of yeah, Khan. Yeah, Wrath of Khan. Return of the just Jedi, to be I the off-colored one, I'll put Star Wars. Just no, I think it's Wrath of Khan. Wrath of Khan, I want to say came out in 81. And uh, yeah, uh, 81 or 82. And then I say it uh, was, it was, Jedi was 83 or 84. Yeah, Jedi was 83. Or I say Wrath of Khan. Yeah. Uh, here, here's the, the trivia behind this. Mm. Uh, Star Wars uh, Return of the Jedi came out in 1983. Star Trek II The Wrath of Khan came out in 82. Yes. The Wrath of Khan was originally titled The Revenge of Khan, but oh. they changed the name when they found out that Star Wars was coming out with a movie called Revenge of the Jedi. But then, <laughs> but then Star Wars changed the name from Revenge of the Jedi to Return of the Jedi. Because it sounded harsh. So there was right? no revenge between eighty two <laughs> and eighty three. And there was a Revenge so of the Sith from much names. later on. That's cool. Uh, Robocop or Terminator? Robocop. Which came first? Terminator. 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 Say Robocop. The first Terminator was. I know. Uh, He's just siding with Julia now. No, I say. Was I say it, wasn't the first Terminator in like 80? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Terminator don't 2 know. was, I think, in 1991. Oh, well. I say Robocop then. I say Robocop. Robocop did come out in 1987. Yeah. Terminator came out in 84. Dang it! Uh, you gut. like set it up Boy. like Wait I was. Wait a second. Get wrecked, boy. Get wrecked, boy. I'm losing. All right. So I shifting, right. shifting away from movies. Where you switch? The first appearance of no. Black Suit Spider-Man. Oh, lost me. Or Jason Todd as Robin. The first appearance of Spider-Man in the Black Suit or the first appearance of Jason Todd as Robin. Robin. Jason, Jason Todd. Todd. Yeah, Robin. I say Jason Todd. I'm guessing Jason Todd. Yeah. I want to say Jason Todd was 88 and Robin and uh, Black Suit was 89. That's what I'm saying. My guesses are completely. Because Black not, Suit was 300, right? Fact, I have no standing here. No, it was before that. Dang it. Well. Uh, uh, yeah. Spider-Man appeared in the Black Suit in Amazing Spider-Man number 252 in May of 1984. Dag nabbit, I got it wrong. Jason Todd appeared as Robin in Batman number 366, December 1983. Oh, yeah! Uh, <laughs> did you have Steven? Uh, oh, dang it. I gotta be a little bit. Jessica's... Jackie. Jackie. You said yes. Jason Todd. What, why are you going into a coma on us I'm here? very she, tired. Someone get she us also, get a Red Bull. She, she, no. had a, she had a milkshake and was all <laughs> full of the milkshake oh, at the beginning. Yeah. I know. And when I came into this building, you were upstairs and I could hear you yelling. <laughs> upstairs. She had a pumpkin spice <laughs> milkshake from Steven. And now she is crashing. This is what we call the pumpkin bomb. Oh, I've also had a very long week. I'm uncomfortable with the petting Steven, here, Steven. No singing at the table. <laughs> no petting people. Animated Transformers or animated G.I. Joe? G.I. Joe. Transformers. Transformers. Yeah, Transformers. The GoBots. Revenge of the GoBots. Uh, well, GoBots came first. Transformers. All right. Animated Transformers series came to the United States in 1985. The animated G.I. Joe cartoon kicked off with a five-part miniseries in 1983. Oh! All right. You're not really playing this game. Just a few more. Just a few more. I don't think anybody's keeping score. Mm -hmm. Another animated series, Muppet Babies or DuckTales. DuckTales. Oh! Muppet Babies. Muppet Babies. I don't know. Which came first? Muppet Babies. I would say... DuckTales. DuckTales. Oh. 
DuckTales. DuckTales kicking off the Disney afternoon began in 1987. Muppet Babies, a cartoon series based on a dream sequence, a a flashback sequence from the movie Muppets Take Manhattan, debuted in 1984. Oh, Oh. Dig near me. I on it. The Nintendo Entertainment System or the Sega Master System? (laughs) Nintendo Entertainment System. I'm sorry? (laughs) Nintendo Entertainment System. Nintendo Entertainment System or the Sega Master System? Oh, the SMS. Text message. <laughs> <laughs> Jackie, wake up. Mail. Jackie, I'm wake awake. up. Nintendo. Flick you, no, the one. Don't, you flick me in the nose, you die. Poker in the Ooh. forehead. Oh, jeez. Grab your nose ring and shake it. No, don't do that. That'll hurt. You might right. prefer Nintendo Her Entertainment System, 1985. Up. Sega Master System, 1986. What's up? Famicom. Back to the future. <gasps> Which one? knows this one? Or Teen Wolf. Teen Wolf. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. Back to the future. Back to the future. Wait, no. Back to no, the back to the future. Back to the future. Back to the future. I want to say Teen Wolf filmed future. first, but Back to the Future released first. Stop copying me, Stephen. No, 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 no. You don't understand. He, he's, he's totally copying you. I no, know, he's no, just no. To make no when you listen to this episode, it's Julia answering and then Stephen copying her answer yeah. every single time. No, it's Back to the Future. So if there's some one thing I know, it's Back to the Sin Future. Sin City. It came out July 3rd, 1985. Uh, Back to I the say, Future came out July 3rd, 1985. <laughs> Teen Wolf came out April 23rd, 1985. Dag it! I was wrong. Uh, I'm just kidding. See? August 23rd. I was excited to shave Steven. Hey, well, wasn't it fun to watch him deflate for it a was, second? I was upset because I was so sure of myself. All right. Okay. Two more. Um, okay. Um, <laughs> Land Before Time. Mm. <gasps> which one? That's such a great <laughs> original one. one. What do you mean, which one? <laughs> the great one. There's the other so day. many different yep, yep, yep. movies. There's like 20. <laughs> I looked at the yeah. Land Before Time, and it, it came out like two years ago on mm. Netflix, and it was like the 16th installment in the Land Before Time Yeah, there's so series. many of them. The first four yeah, are the good ones. No after that. It's the first one. Yeah, <laughs> not necessarily. I think a ducky. After yeah, the fourth ducky. or fifth yeah. one. I think that the first one was really good. I don't know that I can speak for any. I think I've seen the first two. No, the big one. I'm so tired. Water. Big, 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 big water. No. See, I, you said big, big water, and my mind went to a good, good father. So the <laughs> big, big, big water. It's yeah. really <laughs> wet. <laughs> it's really wet. And I am soaked by you. Um. <laughs> yep. Um. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. Then he killed me. <laughs> okay, The Land Before Time or An American Tale. Uh, oh. American Tale. I think I'm it's American Tale. Land Before Time. Land Before Time. Land Before Time. What are you talking about, Steven? <laughs> 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 I want to say, I was so upset. <laughs> what? <laughs> I just opened my garage door. I'm not sure. <laughs> 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 A dog is outside now So I think Land Before Time no, came Steven, out in 91. I say American Tale. I think 89 was American Tale. And 90, well, no, if they're all 80s. 88, 89. I say Land Before Time. Land Before Time. Land Before Time. Land Before Time. American Tale, 87. American Tale. And Land Before Time, 89. I can tell this. You are wrong on both of those dates. Dagnabbit. Uh, it's your favorite word, isn't it? It's it his word of the day. He's <laughs> like, he said it month. like 40 times tonight. Remember, mm. anytime someone says, Dagnabbit, scream real loud. Let's try it out, <laughs> shall we? An American tale did not ah! come out in 1987, Steven. Scream it, yeah. You're supposed to say. I hate you. You're, spo- you're supposed to say Dagnabbit. No! <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, Land Before Time. Who said Land Before Time first? Me. They, 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 no. they no, Land Before I, I Time came out in 1988. <gasps> An American Tale came out in 1986. Oh! Yeah. <laughs> High five, Sadler. 
All right. And here's how many you have? High five, Sadler. Oh, okay, then I'm winning. It'll be the exact same number. I have 12. 12 points. 12 points for Neffy. New Coke or Ecto Cooler? Oh. What is Ecto? I don't even know what that is. Uh, Ecto Cooler. Ecto Cooler. I see Ecto Cooler, which was product placement based on the movie Ghostbusters. Ecto Cooler. Oh, oh. It was a merchandise. Nueve El Coke. Wait, yeah, no, that's Coke. nine Coke. Coke, right. new Coke. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> I would like nine Cokes, please. For sure, Coke. I want to say like 14 Dr. Peppers. <laughs> new Heavy. Like, Bad Dr. Cokes. I say, I say new Coke. Nicola. Okay, who says, who says new Coke? I. Who Hope says even. Ecto Cooler? I. All right. Uh, this w- this one actually surprised me. I would have been, I wouldn't have been wrong on this one, but I was way off on when this came out. New Coke came out in 1985. I thought so. I remember that. Okay. Ecto Cooler did not come out until 1989. That's what I was. Th- I thought. I thought. It was Whoa! Why so late? Why so late? Closer right. to uh, it, well, Ghostbusters two. But it was a well, yes, but it would have been a uh, Ghost Ghostbusters two didn't come out until ninety one. Ninety one or no? 91. Yeah, ninety one because. Yeah. 86 was Ghostbusters 1. But it took place in, I think, 1989. Or no, it took place no, in No, it was five years later. Five years later. Yeah, 91. So 90. 86 was Ghostbusters. Wasn't it the New Year's of 1990? Oh, uh, the movie took place? Probably. Vigo, the yeah, yeah. I don't know. Can we get a tiebreaker so I can annihilate He is Vigo. You are like flies to But uh, I think it was more based on the real Ghostbusters animated series. Because um, Slimer was, they didn't even call him Slimer in the movie. But he wasn't Slimer until... <laughs> the real Ghostbusters, Peter Vankman. Oh, no, whatever. Mine was much worse. Is that Howie Mandel? <laughs> no, who knows. Was I don't it Howie Mandel? I don't know why Somebody, I internet, find out for us real quick if Howie Mandel did I mean, the voice of Slimer. Right I don't know we why I can't pronounce his name. It's Howie Mandel. <laughs> like... What what is with like classic characters who don't actually have like like Yoshi in the Super Mario Brothers series, the Super Show? It's like the weirdest voice. Okay. <laughs> No, just I love his. It's like no. None of you gonna touch that. <laughs> you're you're all dead to me now. Um, all right, I, let's let's just call it a tie for everybody. Great job, all and uh, everyone. But uh, I won, right? Yeah. Well, I was thinking that you won. It all was right, it was cool. a tie between uh, either you or Jackie, and Jackie's dead. She's sleeping. She's drooling on the table. I'm not drooling. Why are you so tired, Jackie? Because classes started this past week, and I work. But you, tomorrow is Labor Day. Tomorrow is Labor Day. So you have a day off. Surprisingly, yes. Yeah. Sleep is so, to come. So yes. channel all of the, the, the last. We, we need you to go out with the heroic red ring of death, all right? Ah. All of your energy right now. Go super <laughs> there was. That, that was, was it. That was all of it. There it is. Leave it all wow. on the field for us right now at the very end. Just, she just, just went, ah, and then just <laughs> tilted <laughs> over to. <laughs> just <laughs> just died. Like, ah. Goodbye, the, like, goodbye like, world. Like, like, last night, last <laughs> night at work. Um, I, I told my shift leader, I was like, all you have to do is just push me over and I'll just fall asleep right there on the floor. <laughs> I'm going to take a nap right here. <laughs> I take, I take a nap, nap here. Have you ever? I, nap I, right I sleep here. now. Have you ever? <laughs> 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 Why did you just show up so late to that? Have you ever just really been so tired that you've looked at the hard floor and gone, I could lay on you right I've, now. I've done it. I could, me. I could do this. I've done it. Me right now. The worst thing that ever happened to me was I was really tired and my parents took me mattress shopping. <laughs> <laughs> And I was like a little, little kid, so I was like, no, mom, just, yeah. That's like, that's like having to go when they're handing out the free samples at Sam's Club while you're fasting. Just imagine, uh, uh, just imagine like a little chubby me the, just running around in a mattress. the way to lens crafters is just through the food into court. A uh, <laughs> just a little free me. Free sample, bourbon chicken? No. Um, not the bourbon chicken. <laughs> <laughs> not the chicken. Not the bourbon chicken. 
Oh, yeah, oh, 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 Shrek. Shrek reference. Yes. I got you. Very I got good. you. It took me a second. We've got a couple exciting episodes coming up in the next couple weeks. I don't want to spill too many of the beans, but we will have some uh, exciting special guests uh, coming up, so you can stay tuned into that. Let us know what your favorite throwback nostalgia thing is from back in the day. If you grew up in the, in, in the early 2000s, if you're a 90s kid, if you're a product of the 80s, if you're a 70s throwback, uh, or beyond. Uh, let us know what things that you always treasure in your heart, even if they're cheesy and terrible today. I love the $6 million man. Uh, whatever it is, uh, let us know. You can connect with us again on social media. We love chatting with you on Facebook, on Twitter, on Instagram, or you can email us at nerdofgodcast at gmail.com. Do we so, have a Reddit? Do we have a Reddit? No. Do we have a subreddit? <laughs> we don't need any subreddits, mm. any reddits. Um, any any yeah. rabbits? Any we, do, we have a Reddit for Nerd of Godcats, and the subreddits are just our fan, like our individual fans. We do we have individual fans? Yeah, Probably what are not. Fans? Can I get a fan? The house that I bought does not have an, uh, did not have an air conditioner in it, so oh. we have lots of fans. Hey. Right now. Hey. Hey. Steven. I did that one first. <laughs> I thought you were just copying her. I know. <laughs> I went back in time. And I was about to say that. I was like, no, you actually started that before I did. So I'll Steven's voice is like the hush of this of this show. <laughs> that's that's dark. Wow. Like Batman hush? Just hush, Steven. Just, yeah, full just circle. Hush. You come full I want, circle. I want that to be my ringtone. Just time. hush, Steven. <laughs> so, <laughs> for the Nerd of God cast, uh, the big man Quentin Neff. Bye. For the one and only Steve-O Supremo. Be excellent to each other. For one half of the lovely twins, Miss Jackie. Good night. For our very special guest, so Julia Cameron Colazzo. That's me. <laughs> and the man who makes us sound good in the hood, hey. Nick the Engineer. Goodbye, y'all. Finger oh! oh! We love Put you some steak on it, Ooh. sad boy. He's a, he's a sad man. Oh, he's a sad man. Tony T. Until next time, we ain't got to go home. But we can't stay here. What? Yeah, you. Good night. Okay. Mecca, lecca, hi, mecca, hiney, hiney, ho. Too many hineys. Too many hineys. Want too many hineys in there, Steven? That's from the. Is it the, uh, is that uh, the, uh, what's it, the Offspring song, or is that the Weird Al version of the Weird Al version. Okay, mecha, lecha, hi, mecha, hiney, hiney, ho. And with that. <laughs>